right now. It's Bernie and Sid in the morning on the world famous Top Radio 77 WABC. Take a chance, grab a piece, help me to believe it. What kind of world do you want? Think anything. Let's start at the start. Build a masterpiece. Be careful what you wish for. History starts now. What does it? History starts right now. What kind of world do you want? Five for fighting. Great song. World as we start this Tuesday morning at 6.08 a.m. in New York City. The Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show on Talk Radio 77 WABC. He asked the question in that song, what kind of world do you want? Well, I don't know what kind of world I want, but I can tell you this. I know what world I don't want. (laughs) And that is basically the world, the city I'm living in right now. We are living in right now. We are working in right now. Bernard, myself, Matt, and whoever answers the phone calls today. But when I, when I see cop cars in big numbers, in big numbers, gathering outside my apartment building last night on the Upper West Side to ensure that after 11 o'clock at night, the crazies by me, by Harlem and Columbia University, are an outbreaking curfew. Curfew. You hear this, folks? Curfew you got to go all the way back to Mayor LaGuardia in 1943 when, ironically, there was an uprising in Harlem, right up by me, when, yes, a white cop shot a black soldier. And that was the last time New Yorkers were forced to stay inside at night. And here we are again. So what kind of world do we want? I don't know, Bernie. Not this one. No, not at all. Not And the curfew, speaking of which, as, uh, you know, I mean, as unbelievable as it is that we had to have one, it was way too late. Way too late. 11 p.m. was way too late. You know, uh, Mayor de Blasio, you done screwed up. Bro, well, there was plenty was of warning. That was Cuomo. Uh, Cuomo, yeah. uh, de Blasio, the two of these idiots, these two crooks, these two frauds, these two cowards, they knew that this was coming. I mean, you and I knew it. Uh, uh, the, uh, Antifa tweeted it out. They knew it was coming, and yet uh, uh, an 11 p.m. curfew... That was a, a huge mistake. Not only the time of the curfew, how about the day? What did they have to see after what happened on Friday and over the weekend? And Saturday, yeah. That they didn't start this curfew yeah. a couple of days ago. Uh, if you're going to do it, I mean, if you're going to do it, Bernie, right? I mean, if you're going to tell people not to wear a mask on a subway, don't wait until April. Start that maybe right. in January or February. But, so if you know Antifa's coming, they're warning you that they're putting it in your face last Thursday. Why do you wait till the following Monday? There's no good. They, they don't have an excuse. I mean, in fact, the uh, briefings, quote unquote, these briefings where they they blah, 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 and say nothing. I can't wait to see how they try to explain this one away. Uh, Governor Cuomo is a coward. He's a, he's a selfish rat. He presided over the downfall of this city, starting with the pandemic, starting with the no cash bail law. You got the nursing home thing. He's just a bum. He's garbage. Him and the other lazy slob. I mean, they have a lot to answer for. They do. Uh, although, you know, we kept saying the last couple of days, hey, what happened to the pandemic? What happened to the virus? Yelling and screaming, we'll put you in prison if there's five of you sitting yeah, in the park. Right, exactly. If you don't wear a mask, you're going to jail. 
And then we saw thousands and thousands of maniacal, violent protesters, paid and not paid, uh, doing their damage the last couple of nights and certainly not practicing social distancing. So finally, this governor, which you just described perfectly, this governor got to it. And here's a couple of uh, quotes, I should say, from Governor Cuomo, where he managed to talk about the virus during these awful protests. Here's Andrew Cuomo, one. Well, uh, is, it, is it not working? Or? But it was set up so beautifully there, Matt Meany. By the way, welcome I'm back. I'm a smooth dude in a cool mood. Right. Yeah, that's what I am. Look at me in my nice expensive <laughs> suit here while New York City goes down the tubes. And we don't have it. That's fine. It's not working. Okay. Well, he did uh, bring up the fact that these protests are not helping the coronavirus. And he did also say, specifically last night, that these mass gatherings with hundreds of people, Bernard, uh, could really uh, cause a lot more infections. Here it is. Here's Andrew Cuomo 1 and Andrew Cuomo 7. Not advancing a reform agenda. This is not persuading government officials to change. This is not helping end coronavirus. We spent all this time closed down, locked down, masked, socially distanced. And then you turn on the TV and you see these mass gatherings that uh, could potentially be infecting hundreds and hundreds of people. So there you have it. Just in case you thought the coronavirus was dead and buried and we weren't talking about it anymore. Uh, although you and I kind of joked about it the last couple of days, the governor did find a way to include the pandemic with the protests yesterday, reminding us that there's now really two awful things going on at the same time. Our country's on fire and we're all dying of some virus, which doesn't really kill a lot of people. No, no, no. In fact, <laughs> with the virus, uh, uh, please, you know, he had to address it because he just I'm sure he was asked the question. He had to address it because of the way he behaved uh, prior to these uh, riots. He had to because he put so much of a premium on, on social distancing and all this crap when it was really just uh, a political uh, ploy to, to extend this lockdown. That's all it was. I mean, they were, we should have been reopened a long time ago. This city, again, the businesses were already dying and the pandemic was uh, the, the emergency passed a long time ago. But he was still keeping up the pretense that, yeah, this is some big emergency. We have to stay shut down because he had the TVs. And so, so he had to address it. But then also he went on yesterday, really, uh, I mean, I saw him, he went on to really excuse what was happening. He, well, he, yes, he did. I'm glad you brought that I, up. I mean, it was, this is uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm, we're going to play two cuts here, and it's going to show you the difference, as Bernard just pointed out, how Governor Cuomo dis, uh, describes what's been going on night after night, which are violent, nasty protests, uh, riots. These are riots. And then the way President Trump, who, again, I feel terrible for, because he has none of this is his fault, not the virus, not this nonsense, none of it. And yet people blame him day after day after day. But to Bernard's point, take a listen to how Andrew Cuomo describes this compared to President Trump. This will be Andrew Cuomo five and president. They're going to say today, oh, you see, they're criminals. They're looters. Did you see what they did, breaking the store windows and going in and stealing? And they're going to try to paint this whole protest movement that they're all criminals, they're all looters. These are not acts of peaceful protest. These are acts of domestic terror.
See the difference there? Of course. Is that, I see is the, that the stark, unbelievable difference? Where I, you've got a, a governor that wants to apologize, like Barack Obama did, for everything, and a president that, thank <laughs> God, is a realist. Without a, I mean, I mean, I was just my jaw was uh, on the floor. My my jaw was agape, listening to this uh, creep. Him, I told you, he's he's no better than uh, the lazy ass uh, slob Bill De Blasio. He's he's actually worse because he's smarter than that. He's smarter than De Blasio. De Blasio is really a buffoon. He's smarter, and yet you hear him pandering. I think he actually cited Michael Brown at some point. Uh, yesterday, when he was uh, he was listing a bunch of incidents that happened over the last twenty years, he did. It was about like one. It averages out to about one incident per year in the last uh, twenty years, or something like that, which statistically is very, very minor. Yes. No, but these two crooks, the two of them, these two pandering punks, what they've done to this, what they've allowed to do, and now excusing this behavior, these businesses, these cops on the street getting. A cop, one cop got pummeled up there in the Bronx. I mean, uh, it, it's and, and cops around the country. You got uh, two, two cops in Buffalo. Uh, yesterday, had a, 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 a car was rammed into him. Yeah, all over, all over the country, well, everywhere. Too, He's uh, not just talking about New York. No, also here in uh, was it Brooklyn? What was it last night? One cop was uh, also run over, and they actually show the video on Twitter. He might have been up in the Bronx. Yeah, right? I think it was the Bronx, and you actually see him, his body go projectile into the air and land on another car a couple of feet away. Uh, cops were shot in St. Louis, Missouri. Cops were shot in Las Vegas. So yep. now, all of a sudden, they're the men and women, the brave men and women that wake up every day to protect us and make sure we don't die, now they've all got bullseyes on their backs. That, that to me, is really, really terrifying. It's unbelievable. And, and to sit there, this guy in his expensive suit, you know, I mean, is this, this double-talking uh, trash uh, uh, crook governor that we have there, sitting there, I'm a smooth dude in a comb. You're a punk. You're a, a piece of garbage. You're a lowlife is what you are. And you should be thrown out of office. I mean, you should resign in disgrace. The other guy's too stupid to know what the hell he's doing. You, you, this guy knows better. And he panders like that. It's, it's infuriating. It really is. What happened here yesterday was awful. I mean, Fifth Avenue. I was out there myself on Fifth Avenue. The, the, the store's being smashed and the people are running in. I saw uh, they were actually, and as you know from the accounts, they were armed with uh, uh, they were armed with crowbars. Yeah, I mean they were all being led and coordinated by guys on uh, e bikes and funded and funded that's, all of this coordinated. Right. They're walking around with their hands up, like as if to say, "Hey, we're protesting." And as soon as the cops uh, go, the as soon as they get out of sight of the cops, they do their thing. They're looting these yeah. uh, stores on Fifth Avenue, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, well, they, boarded they, they, up. They've gone to the nicest stores in Soho too. They went to, to Chanel. They went to Gucci. They went to all the nice stores. You know, you brought up, um, I brought up LeBron James yesterday, and you were making the comparison between James to Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. I will say this, that uh, Vanessa Bryant, God bless her, Kobe's wife, she uh, put up a picture yesterday of Kobe Bryant wearing a T-shirt many years ago that said, I can't breathe. Kobe wearing that T-shirt, because you were telling me how smart he was yesterday. And uh, Vanessa's caption read, my husband wore this shirt many years ago. 
oh my God, here we go again. Yeah, that's when the fake news had you believing that uh, that that was actually a fact. Well, I'm just when, saying when be, it was be when, when it was fake news. It was, and Kobe Bryant, the, you've been pumping him up the last couple of days. God rest his soul. He was part of that whole movement as well. No different than LeBron James. Just and the comparing rest of those guys. their intellect. Yeah. He, he, uh, Le, LeBron James is, is is a dummy. He's well, stupid. I think when you start to buy into some of these things, you're all stupid. That's just Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, very intelligent guy, on the, misguided on the, a lot of times on the wrong side of things, but very intelligent. All right, LeBron one, James, dumb. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Two great guests stopping by today. It's a Bo Tuesday, so you know Bo Dieter will be here in the uh, 7 o'clock hour. And the great mayor on 4 to 6 every afternoon right here on WABC, Rudy Giuliani. He's going to stop by as well. we got so much to get to. Again, America, what kind of world do you want? We want to know right here on Bernie and Sid. People stop and stare. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on the 77 WABC app. Download that now, folks. Look, uh, yesterday was uh, unprecedented, really, in this city. You never saw this before. This was, uh, uh, this was um, well, Midtown Manhattan was uh, in total, total chaos. You know, I was out there. I went up. Uh, I usually go up. I, I stayed here because I didn't want to leave because of the curfew and the riots. I didn't know how it would be to drive back in. And uh, when I do stay, I usually run up to uh, 90th Street and back or whatever, the Guggenheim or the Museum of Natural. I didn't make it. Pa- I got past St. Patrick's Cathedral. I run up Fifth Avenue. And then I saw bands, roving bands, people in the, in the half dozens and the threes and the half dozens and the dozens and the scores and the hundreds. And the police presence was incredible, but they were all over the place. But the people out there, the, the, these thieves, these thugs out on the street were very, very scary, very menacing. And uh, I saw, again, I saw like the Yankee store on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. It was just, the door was just smashed. There was oh. no cops. There were no, no, oh. no, no protesters. They had already ransacked that place. Oh, right across the street from Bryant Park. I love that store. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And, and you had uh, Best Buy on Fifth Avenue. Yep. The windows were smashed. They had already put up boarding. They took the boarding down and smashed it. Saks Fifth Avenue was totally boarded up, and, and that hadn't been penetrated because uh, the police presence there was too strong. But all up and down Fifth Avenue, and then Macy's, late at night. I could hear people. I could hear the chanting. I could hear the sirens. I'm looking out the window. Macy's was actually uh, ransacked. Macy's, on, uh, <laughs> you know, the one on Thanksgiving that you watch on TV. 7th Avenue, right here. Right here. 34th and 7th. Right, between 6th and 7th. It was actually looted. They were inside. There were, there were, there were dozens of looters inside Macy's. Which has been closed for a very long time now, a yes. couple of months. And, 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 and hurting, of course. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the president had this conversation with uh, the governors, all the governors yesterday, and he talked tough. And he said, we can't have this, guys. Listen to what he said. If a city or a state refuses to take the, the actions uh, the, the, that are uh, necessary the, uh, the to defend the, the, the life... Ten, ten, ten and eleven. Ten what 11. happened in the state of Minnesota, they were uh, electric stuff all over the world. They took over the police department. The police were running down the street. You look like a bunch of jerks. 
And guess what? Uh, the good news is uh, D.C. was relatively quiet. Minneapolis. Well, D.C. did have some issues with the National Mall. They did desecrate yeah, yeah, no, the Lincoln Memorial and stuff. Well, no, 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 nobody that was died. Early, early, earlier. In the day, though, it was yesterday, yes. Right. So Minneapolis, uh, D.C., Minneapolis, uh, L.A., relatively quiet. Actually, last Minneapolis, night. I'm glad you mentioned that. At the site where Mr. Floyd was killed by that cop, his family assembled yesterday, yeah. and they've done a very good job in trying to kind of fan the flames. They say, listen, stop. No more protests. It's not going to bring try- back our George Floyd. Please stop the nonsense. Trying to put the flames out, Yes, actually. Uh, put the flames yeah. out, right. Uh, so, yeah, the president then last night spoke at, at the Rose Garden, and speaking of D.C., he had the military police, the local police, the Secret Service, uh, push these bums away from the White House so he could walk it was really dramatic, and it was very, very inspiring to walk across to a St. John's Cathedral where presidents have prayed forever, which they had set on fire the night before. Uh, anyway, he said this from the Rose Garden, and you can probably hear some of the protesters in the background as they're being pushed away. If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. Today, I have strongly recommended to every governor to deploy the National Guard in sufficient numbers that we dominate the streets. We cannot allow the righteous cries and peaceful protesters to be drowned out by an angry mob. That's exactly right. He's saying all the right things. Now he says he can, uh, he can actually nationalize the National Guard. George Bush, 41, in the, the, the L.A. riots, he used the Marines and the United States Army, sent them into L.A. So this can be done. It's been done before, and it might need to be done here. I don't know what's going uh, to happen going forward, but uh, this, this city can't go through this again no, another no. night with, with, with uh, the way it went last night. It wasn't, the police were great, and they were, but they were overwhelmed, completely overwhelmed. Uh, Governor Cuomo and, and the slob, was, were, they were asleep at the wheel. The National Guard should have been out there. There, were plenty, there was plenty of warning with the tweets from Antifa. You knew it. Uh, everybody knew it. Uh, now, you, you mentioned uh, George Floyd's brother, Terrence. Yeah. He had the, uh, uh, the, this message in Minneapolis. You're right. And this is what he said. If I'm not over here messing up my community, come on. Then what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Y'all doing nothing. Because that's not going to bring my brother back at all. It may feel good for the moment, just like when you drink. But when it comes down, you're going wonder, to wonder what you did. Yeah. They're using the death of uh, George Floyd to murder the United States is what the Antifa people are trying to do. And the thieves among them, you have the three factions. You mentioned this yesterday. You have the peaceful protesters, you have the thieves, and you have the Antifa people. Yeah. And uh, the thieves thieves in the Antifa people, and of course China trying to exploit it. Uh, yeah, they're the ones who are uh, they're trying to kill this country. No, there's no doubt. I mean, there's nothing to do with George Floyd. I, I, I will say this again. If you grab some of the people that are running into these stores and grabbing televisions and accessories and ask them who was the gentleman that was murdered in Minneapolis, I'm going to bet that at least 50% have no idea. <laughs> you're, you're damn they right. They don't care. I, mean, I saw these crowds last night. and I was actually, I, you know, I'm walking back in here. 
at about 9 o'clock, and who's walking out but John Batchelor oh, in, in his bow tie. Oh, I said, uh, uh, Mr. Batchelor, I said, it's dangerous out there. I don't think you should go out there. Mm. I mean, I had on my uh, stupid hood and the mask and right. these You've got funky a knife. shorts. And a, I had a knife in my hands, right. and I'm wearing these uh, shorts, uh, you know, the, the, hanging down to my ankle. I look like one of them. Right. He's going out in his bow tie. I said, John, please. It's dangerous, but he went out anyway. Well, thank God he's okay. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Again, Bo Deedle and Woody Giuliani stopping by, but we really want to hear from you guys. You know, I live in New York City, so I heard these things all night last night. I heard the protesters. I heard the cops. Woke up my daughter at 1130 last night, and Ava started to cry. It was actually terrible. Bernie was in the city last night, too, so he, he heard it. Uh, we want to know how you folks feel. Now, some of you folks don't live in the city. You may not feel the same horror that we're feeling here. But it's still New York. You still live here. It's your city. What are you folks thinking this morning? 1-800-848-WABC. Burn the churches up in Harlem. Seen the ruins at my feet. The lights out on Broadway. Who would have known that many years ago when Billy Joel wrote this song, Miami 2017, how prophetic, not pathetic, how prophetic Billy Joel would actually be. Tuesday morning, Bernie and Sid, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Bo Deedle coming up next hour. Rudy Giuliani. The great mayor and doing a terrific job on this station, 4 to 6, every weekday afternoon, coming up uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. And we want to uh, compel you folks to make sure you listen to us on the app, right? But on the app is, uh, we're kicking ass with those numbers, so. No doubt, the 77 WABC app, uh, we are actually uh, kicking ass with those numbers. So you use your, use your words, Sydney. But uh, unfortunately, they don't use the uh, app to do, uh, they don't include those in the ratings. Not in the ratings, but uh, I think that uh, people are starting to figure out that the ratings are about 12 people walking around New York City yeah. with a buzzer. It means nothing. Very, very unscientific, oh, to uh, say the archaic, least. Archaic, unscientific, all that stuff. So now we've got other ways to, to figure out who's listening, screaming, I mean, phones. exact numbers. Right, right. And we're doing actually very, very well. And we, even in the ratings, by the way, the last three weeks, we've done very, very well. So we appreciate uh, you guys hopping on. Thank you so much, everybody. Now, there was one. Uh, one NBA coach, there's a bunch of NBA coaches that hate Donald Trump. They hate his guts. Steve Kerr, maybe at the very top of the list, Golden State Warriors. Former um, Miami Heat, Detroit Piston head coach, Stan Van Gundy, Jeff's brother. He despises Donald Trump. He's a slob, isn't he? Mm, kind of, but I, I love him because he's Jeff's brother. And then at the very top of the list, maybe the best coach in the game today. And a guy who's clearly one of the best four or five coaches in the history of the game. That's how good he is. And that's San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich. None of this, by the way, is new. We, we knew this years ago. That years they hate ago. They hate the president. It's been going. Exactly. They, 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 got the, they got TDS in spades. Especially Kerr because Golden State would win championships and they wouldn't want to go to the White House. And they weren't invited. And he would say afterwards, right, we are not invited anyway. Uh, but Popovich did uh, call Donald Trump yesterday a deranged idiot. That's are, helpful. Yeah, right. It's, it's stupid. But um, somebody seems to agree. He's Jimmy in Mount Vernon. First call of the day, online four. Good morning, Jimmy. Uh, good morning. Uh, yes, I do agree with Greg Popovich and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Steve Kerr and thousands of other people. Yesterday, and I heard Len Berman today, too, and I agree totally with him. You had peaceful protesters at the White House area. Peaceful. And they set tear gas 
on him so he can walk to the church with a Bible. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't use tear gas. They just pushed him aside. They just oh, moved them. They moved them over, Jimmy. And, and and by the way, they have the right to do that. If the president wants to take a walk Damn to right. St. John's uh, Church, which was burned down the night before, you know, more people were mad. More, they, they were more angry that he held up a Bible in front of the church than they were at the fact that the church was burnt down. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. All right, thank you for the call, Jimmy. You keep listening to yeah, Len Burnham. Go back to those Th- That'll make you smarter. I mean, you already sound stupid, so uh, stay there and you'll get dumber. Here is a Ray in Ringwood on line two. Good morning, Ray. How are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, third-time caller. Love you guys. Thank you. Um, I live in North Jersey, driving into Manhattan today. Last night, I'm shutting off my lights, going to bed in a peaceful house, and I cannot stop thinking about how on earth are cops getting dressed and walking into the city, knowing what they're walking into, and, and trying to, to, to protect these people and the civilians of the city with a lack of leadership, what the hell is a curfew good for when you have grown men breaking storefronts, stealing high-dollar uh, stereos, TVs? And what, what good is... I, 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 I guess what, what good it is, Ray, is that until they do something unlawful, let's say their intent is to do something unlawful, but they haven't done it yet, you really can't do anything about it. But if they're walking the streets past a certain time and they have bad intentions... You can stop them before they do if, in fact, there's a curfew. And I will also add that the, all the bad activity has been happening after dark. Right. And so if you have no people on the streets, you can, you can control the situation by keeping them off the streets in the first place, by, by preempting That's that right. activity That's right. uh, in, in the daylight. Just get, it, get them out off the streets. And again... Uh, de Blasio and Cuomo, Cuomo, uh, I guess, was the guy who implemented yeah, the curfew. His call. They effed up big time, big time. Their curfew was way too late. Like way, I mean, 11 it. o'clock. They changed it already. It yeah. took one day tonight. It starts but, but at 8 it's, o'clock. It's, it's too late now. I, I agree. You, you look, look at Midtown. Look at, look at, look at yeah. 30, 34th Street. Yep. Look at Macy's. But I'm look okay. at Fifth Avenue. But I'm okay with the curfew. It does make sense. Our issue is, A, it came days too late, and certainly it started way too late in terms of time Last night. Plus, you needed the National Guard there. Last night, the cops, I was out there. The cops were outnumbered. They were way outnumbered. In fact, look at uh, that video of these people eluding the, the Apple store on Fifth Avenue. Yes. You had three cops trying to apprehend one guy inside the Apple store. You had about, uh, I'd say, 60 people who were act- involved in the activity of looting it. And then as they were arresting this one guy, three cops arresting one guy, and as I said, about 60 people were involved, they started pelting the cops yeah, with the yeah, objects. So the that. cops needed backup, and Cuomo dropped the ball last night by not in- implementing the curfew early enough and not having the National Guard to back up the police. Now, they have doubled the amount of police officers on the street from 4,000 to 8,000, but these poor guys... They're working 12-hour shifts. They're making the police work 12-hour shifts. They've doubled the amount of cops. But don't kid yourself. Somebody sent me a video yesterday, some kid in Borough Park, where he showed uh, like five or six or seven cop cars in succession driving down the street, making sure that the Hasidim in that neighborhood are not opening schools, are not opening stores, are wearing their masks. So here we are. The city is being burnt down, and you still... You still have cops driving around Brooklyn making sure that folks aren't opening stores and I mean, wearing masks. Come on. You can't make let, it up. Let's get our priorities come on. straight now. Let's go. Joe was in Diker Heights, side of Poly Prep in Brooklyn. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Yesterday, they had o, uh, OJ, um, excuse me, I mean, Magic Johnson on. 
He said that Cuomo should be president of the United States. They should put him in the in office. Now he's not alone. There's a lot of Democrats. There's a lot of Democrats who love him. And he said he's doing a great job in New York, and he said he should be the uh, next. Uh, yeah, he's a Democrat, uh, and he doesn't really know any better. I by mean, the way, he's in Los Angeles, so how does he know what kind of job he's doing in New York, he, other he, than what he watches he, on TV? He, look, he's a, he's a smooth, slick, uh, he's good on TV, and that's what they see. They see that compared to a, 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 a doddering old man. And they're like, uh, you know, Cuomo would be a pretty good president. Yeah, compared to uh, Joe Biden, of course he would. Well, yeah, that's not even close. I mean, anybody compared to Joe. Here's Brendan in the Bronx. Bernie, he's online too. Good morning, Brendan. How are you? Hey guys, um, I think it's been pushed under the rug that uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral got defaced. Seems like there's no outrage. Uh, now we talked about it. That the, was the, the Black night, Lives Matter. The night that was two days ago, right? And 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 they they wrote Black Lives Matter. In fact, we brought it up with Rich Lowry yesterday, and I thought he had a very good point that he said I wouldn't be surprised if it was a white Antifa member who actually drew that on the church and not a Black Lives Matter member. Yeah, oh, you know, that's an, a great point. That's what Antifa is doing. They right. are trying to exploit this, as are the Chinese, uh, to sow discord and, and, and hatred and division. Uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that, that's a great point and a, a very possible, a, yeah. a probability. Yeah, they're making everybody else look bad in an right, effort right, to... Right, uh, right, 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 to, to sow this type of discord. That's I mean, right. Not that Black Lives Matter, they're not necessarily angels, but these Antifa people are savages. Oh, they're worse, yes. Uh, and they're not angels, Black Lives Matter. Here's Danny on Long Island. Danny's on Line 5. Good morning, Danny. Uh, hey, boys, a couple of things. <clears throat> One, uh, that caller about the D.C. protest, they had a 7 o'clock curfew. They were warned repeatedly for an hour. And when you announce a curfew, the next step you do is you enforce the curfew. So they fired some tear gas, and they moved forward, and the protesters walked away. Bingo. There wasn't any firing rubber bullets, and nobody, it wasn't Kent State. Now, I spoke to my son last night. He battled all night long in Midtown Manhattan. I got a one. He went to work with protein bars stuffed into his uh, cargo mm. pants pockets. There's no, nothing to eat. There's nothing to drink. My son is on 12-hour shifts battling for his life every night with these animals. He, uh, I got a one text from him this morning. Midtown Manhattan is totally destroyed. Yep, he's right that about that. That is an yeah. absolute Dan- disgrace. Danny, what does he need? What does he need? What does he say he needs? He, what do they need, the, the, the police there, in Manhattan? No, there was nothing to eat before the riot. What about, then, what about in terms of backup and that type of thing? Well, like, get ready to slam your phone or your head against the wall. I work in the National Guard base. They're scurrying about right now. Lots of activity. Guess where they're going? Washington, D.C. Cuomo is refusing to activate the National Guard. Now, you know the president can do that. He can militarize. He can nationalize the, the National Guard. And what is he waiting for? And he can also send in the Army and the Marines. That's a good question. So what is Trump waiting for? Then? Yeah, let's do it. I, I, I hope the president takes action today right. to, to, to protect New York. We send, know, send in the Navy SEALs, for God's sake. I don't care who you send in. We know that the Blasio and Cuomo are not going to do it. They spend their time protecting and apologizing for these animals. Donald Trump is the only guy out there calling them what they really are. So if we're going to bash... The two local guys here for not doing it, and Trump boasts he can do it, then he needs to do it. He needs to do it. He needs to do it quick. And again, I pointed out uh, the L.A. riots, George Bush 41 sent in the Marines and the United States Army into the city of Los Angeles to restore order. It can be done. It has been done in the past, and it should be done today in New York City. All right, President Trump, we, uh, we hope you heed what we're talking about. I know your sons are listening right now, so Eric or a Junior, get the message to Donnie that uh, Bernie and Sid say, get the National Guard here and get them here this morning. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Bo Deedle, next hour, Mayor Rudy Giuliani in the 9 o'clock hour. Plenty of phone calls and opinions along the way. Bernie and Sid, wrapping up, hour number one. I love my daughter deeply. I honor her. She is a, such a good human being. She only wants to do good in the world. She wants to see a better and more peaceful world. 
She believes a lot of change is needed. I'm proud of her that she cares so much and she was willing to go out there and do something about it. The bottom line is I will let her uh, speak for herself in any way that she wants to, but I admire that she was out there trying to change something that she thought was unjust and doing it in a peaceful manner. There he is, uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio, very proud of his daughter who got arrested on Saturday night. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't tell people how to parent. I, I don't claim I'm a, I'm a better parent than you, although in most cases I probably am. Uh, but I wouldn't be so proud of Ava, even if she stood up with something that I thought was important. If I had to get her out of jail on Saturday night, I don't know if I'd be out there pounding my chest. Uh, Way uh, to go, kid. No, no, no. This is, and this is what the police are, are up against. They have this guy who is essentially their commander-in-chief. And he's got a, his own daughters on the street, yeah, you know, getting in their way. And by the way, if you know anything about both de Blasio, you know that he doesn't even care about his daughter. I mean, he, he makes a big deal about his son. You know, I've had talks with my son about the police, my son, the Ivy Leaguer, my son, this, my son, that. I believe his daughter has had, and if I'm wrong, correct me. I don't mean to cast dispersions, uh, has had drug problems. All kinds of issues. I wouldn't w- want to talk about the daughter either, but I did see the mug shot, and she didn't look. Yeah. she didn't look all that uh, in her right mind in the mug shot. No, she's got. She's had a ton of issues, and he never, ever, ever. Now she did. I, th- I believe she graduated graduated from Santa Clara University. I believe that's the case. But the point is, him and his wife gush about their son, and you never, ever, ever hear them talk about their daughter because of her personal issues. And now he is talking about her. Because she got arrested. She was part of a crowd. She maybe was part of the peaceful protest. Three factions we talked about. The, the peaceful protesters, the thieves, and the Antifa people. Uh, she may have been part of the, the peaceful protesters, but the re, uh, arrest report was released. And in it, it says that she was part of a group that was throwing things That's at right. the police. That's right. And, uh, Bill, you should uh, tell us that. Be honest. Anyway, uh, Frank is in the Bronx. Frankie got uh, Meanie Yankee tickets last year. Remember this guy? He called us up. He got, his, he got Meanie Yankee tickets. Frank in the Bronx, online five. Good morning, Frankie. Listen, you guys are great. I just want to say I didn't even listen to the program the next day because I knew you were going to be goofing on me. So I didn't want to hear <laughs> No, what goofing on you? You did great. You made the kids, yeah, the kids month. Yeah. Appreciate good, good. that. But listen, I have never been more upset. I was very upset when Ferguson happened and other things, okay? I'm an old dude. I remember crying when Kennedy was shot. I don't want to go through the whole list of things. Martin Luther King, all that. God bless the Floyd family. But this, is, this to me, is the Democrats are complicit. You talk about Antifa, you talk about this group, that group. They let this thing slide and slide and slide, and they keep letting it slide. And I'm not 100% happy with Trump either. This has got to the point where it's beyond rioting, looting. It's an insurrection. There's hundreds of millions of dollars of damages done. It must be in the billions already. And Como and de Blasio won't call out the police? Are you kidding me? Yeah, or the National Guard. I mean, the police are out there, obviously, and they're, they're in harm's way in a big way. But, yeah, we need more help. We need, more, we need the National Guard. They're there for a reason. Well, here's what I don't get, then. We do need more help. I agree. We need the National Guard. They're there for a reason. We have double the amount of cops, as I mentioned earlier, on the streets from 4,000 to 8,000. But just echoing what you just said, Bernard, here is Andrew Cuomo. It's going to be Andrew Cuomo 10, meaning, so I'll go after that one. Andrew Cuomo 10, we need the National Guard, right? We need it. Yes, we do. So why would Cuomo say this? I have the National Guard on standby. Any place that needs additional help uh, where the local police can't handle it, we have National Guard. Hello, your state. Hello, hello. Oh, no, we have deployed the National Guard. (laughs) They're, uh, yeah, they're in the barracks and, uh, you know, 
if things get really bad, I will call them out. Like, if my briefings can't go forward, then I'll call out the National Guard. <laughs> Only then. In the meantime. Burn it down, baby. Burn I'm it down. I'm a smooth dude with an in a cool mood. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to our nation. Fall confusion. You know, this, this may even be worse than 1968. They say it is. This morning they said it was actually worse. I mean, 1968 was bad. You had the Vietnam War. You had race riots. They're at an all-time high. But this, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, we, we'll see where it goes. They, already, they said it's already worse. I don't know what the criteria well, is to say yeah, that. I mean, you, you know, exactly. You don't yeah. know what's, uh, what the criteria If it gets worse, if it, if it continues, it will be worse. And it's an election year as it was then. And remember, just keep this in mind, the law and order president won. Uh, Hubert Humphrey was ahead in the polls. The law and order president ultimately won. And last night, you saw a pair of uh, stones on display with the president. The Rose Garden set up with the protesters outside, a 7 o'clock curfew. We just had the caller, uh, Danny, talking about it. As soon as 7 o'clock came, pushed them right out of the way. Get the hell out of the way. Uh, you had the uh, military police, Secret Service, and uh, some other uh, uh, law enforcement uh, people pushed him out of the way. He walks across the street uh, to the St. John's Church where presidents have prayed. It was very uh, symbolic, uh, which matters at this point. And the president talked about saving lives and saving property is paramount. And he's uh, absolutely a thousand percent correct. But uh, that didn't happen here in New York last night. Nobody died. But uh, you had cops hit by cars. You had cops pummeled. You had uh, all kinds of awful incidents last night and a lot of arrests. A lot of arrests. Uh, again, uh, I saw even as late as 1.30 in the morning, I was watching on TV, right down the block from us here at 33rd Street between 6th and 7th Avenue, they were arresting a couple of uh, looters at that point. Macy's, Macy's got looted. Folks, miracle on 34th Street. How about criminals on 34th Street? It was terrible, terrible. And even worse than that, the, uh, the two uh, lawyers that they caught throwing the Molotov cocktails yeah, Saturday. at the cops Saturday. Yeah. They're going to be released on bail. Unbelievable. They're going to be released on $250,000 bond, which uh, translates, if I'm, I'm not uh, incorrect on this, I believe, to $25,000 cash that family correct. has to put up. That's right. That's correct. And, and, and we talked about this a couple of days ago, that this really is almost encouragement for people to go out there and do whatever you want to do because you're not going to jail. And if you do, it's a couple of days and that's Sid, it. Sid, they tried to, they want, they had a, a car full of Molotov cocktails. Well, they were handing them out to people. Yeah, I know. They, 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 they're, they're domestic terrorists. They're, they're, they're attempted cop killers. And they're going to get out really on $25,000 restricted on home confinement. They're smart people. The one, one idiot uh, graduated from Princeton, the other from Fordham Law. Uh, the Princeton guy graduated from NYU Law. And they're going to get out on bail. Oh, my God. So, yes, you have that uh, message being sent out there. It's just Which is another Cuomo disaster. Another, it all points back well, to well, the governor. In this case, uh, it's a federal judge, uh, probably an Obama appointee. His name is uh, something Gold. What the hell is his name? Larry Gold or something like that. Whatever the hell it is. He's uh, he, the, the, the Stephen Gold. He was the, the prosecutors pleaded with him not to uh, allow this uh, $25,000 essentially bail for these two creeps. Now, in Minnesota, of course, a lot of these uh, riots, you know, in Minnesota, they burned down their own neighborhoods. And this one woman, it was very moving. Uh, she was she was distraught at what they did to her neighborhood, uh, you know, because it wasn't in the name of George Floyd. It was all very, very selfish. These these idiots on the street are selfish thugs and Antifa as well, trying to overthrow 
of the United States government. But listen to this woman. It breaks your heart. Gary, they went straight to Office Max, the dollar store, and every store over here that I go to, I have nowhere to go now. I have no way to get there because the buses aren't running. That's how stupid you bastards are, you dumb, blanking idiots, uh, burning down your own hood. So I guess they got the message, and that's why they went to Midtown yesterday to say, no, 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 we're going to other places as well. Uh, But uh, speaking of that uh, uh, scene outside the White House last night where the president walked across Lafayette Park to St. John's Church, uh, this is our esteemed uh, creep governor, Cuomo, last night at 7.30 after that on CNN. I was shocked at the force they used to move the protesters, who could not have been more peaceful, calling out the American military for a photo opportunity. These are young people who still have idealism and want to make this nation better. And that's a good instinct, and it should be encouraged. The night before they burned down that church, uh, stupid. I mean, this is what he, he's shocked that, that they enforced a curfew at 7 o'clock. Who would you rather have as president? A guy who enforces the law or a guy who allows what happened last night in New York City. That's what you have in the latter. In that, uh, that, 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 that mutt, that dog in, a, in, a, in an expensive suit. A double-talking uh, piece of garbage. Uh, Mario, uh, Andrew Cuomo, excuse me. Mario's a good guy. And uh, Anderson, CNN is uh, just, uh, stay on CNN for a second. The same thing, uh, Anderson Cooper. Listen to this creep. The president seems to think that dominating black people, dominating peaceful protesters is law and order. It's not. He calls them thugs. Who is the thug here? Hiding in a bunker? Hiding behind a suit? Who is the thug? I mean, the thugs are the people who, who smashed the windows, right. who, who smashed that lady's dollar store, you idiot. Well, running what over you, cops how in could the street. You, how could you not? Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, I, I, I have no words. I have no words. There you have it. These are people are the enemy. They're, they're, they, they're aiding and abetting the Antifa people. And then Joe Biden with his idiotic comments. I mean, just this guy is a complete, I mean, senility doesn't cover what he has. Stupidity and senility equal what? I don't know. But this is what he said yesterday. We also have to fundamentally change the way in which police are trained. Instead of standing there and teaching a cop who's an unarmed person to come at him with a knife or something, shooting him in the leg instead of in the heart. Sleepy Joe! He's got to be kidding me, right? You stupid (laughs) a-hole. You you mutt. I mean, he's 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 really just a puppet. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, obviously, you can't, if you shoot for the legs, you're going to miss. I mean, cops miss a lot of the times as it is with a pistol. It's not that accurate. And if you, a, a cop will be dead if he's trained to shoot in the legs or he tries to shoot in the legs and a guy attacks him. He's going to end up, a lot of the time, he's going to end up being tackled by that person. I think what people have to understand, and Bo will talk about this in about 20 minutes. Bo could talk about it with anybody. Cops are people. They're not computers. They're not programmed to go out there and take as much garbage as you want to give them and then shoot you in the leg. They are people. They have frustrations. They get scared despite the training and how tough they are. They get paranoid because, oh, I don't know, maybe a certain community gives them a heck of a lot of issues. So they're human beings, and they don't want to die. They go to work every day. There's a possibility they'll never see their wives and kids again. That possibility exists. This time, George Floyd was an innocent man. God rest his soul. Uh, and, it was uh, a horrific uh, uh, tragedy. We were all in agreement. Right. And we still but, are. But there's plenty of George Floyds out there who get up with a gun and shoot the cop. And the cops know this. 
Let's, let's start having adult conversations about what's really going on in some of our worst communities in America today and why there is this paranoia. I'm not defending this cop. He should get the electric chair. But let's stop making cops out to be computers and demons. They're human beings, and they don't want to die. And there are more exchanges between the cops and the young black men because that's where the who are committing the crime in the nation. In I big mean, numbers. That happens to be a fact. <laughs> per a capita the most. Per capita the most hey, in that gotta, community. You got to follow the data. You got to follow the data. Now, this one uh, last clip I want to play is this lady in uh, Davenport. I, first of all, the other canard, the uh, hoax that they're trying to uh, uh, perpetrate on you is that a lot of these uh, guys are white supremacists in the crowd. They're just stoking uh, just to make the peaceful protesters look bad. That's the latest hoax. We don't have time for that. But this Davenport, Iowa lady, her sister was killed by, uh, these, the, by, by one of these people these, uh, that Cuomo calls. They're just young people just, just trying to do the right thing. Uh, she, uh, her sister was actually killed. They shot into a crowd. And her sister happened to get killed, and she, somebody posted this. She didn't. They taped her and posted this woman from Davenport, Iowa, whose sister got killed by one of the rioters. I hope y'all know what the f*** you did. <laughs> My sister is gone, and it's not from a cop. It wasn't from no f- my sister is gone because one of you, a protester, shot my sister. A protester, not even the police, because you guys, I lost my sister. I lost my sister because you, you, you're so mad at the police. You're hurting everyone else. You're so mad at the police. You guys killed my sister. For those who don't know, it wasn't the police who shot my sister. One of that is Davenport, wow. Iowa. Her sister's name was Italia Kelly. Wow. And, uh, I mean, this is what you have. For, and this is what uh, Cuomo and Biden are defending. These, 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 these lowlives are defending the, the, the killing of, of her sister. That's what they, yeah. who, these are the people who they're defending, who they're afraid, these cowards, to condemn. It really is scary. Imagine there's no heaven. John Lennon, you know, you play a song like that because you'd like to see people, imagine all the people coming together. And But the big problem with this is, and we've been talking about this for days, this is less about a black man. This is less about police brutality. Because if that was the case, and it was only those two things, then maybe Donald Trump could sit down with, I don't know, some respected African-American leader, not Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson, but somebody who's actually respected. Maybe we could have some type of sit-down. We can figure something out. Yeah, by the way, where is Obama? Where is uh, Oprah Winfrey? I mean, well, let, They're let, out there. They're taking on, shots. Let's say something. They're taking shots. But uh, then again, that's Trump's fault, too. Let's, let's you know, get smart here. Let's, let's quell the violence. Let's do that. Well, that's his, I'm going to call Trump out, too. Trump has not done a great job in the last couple of days. He's done okay, in my, that's my opinion. So let's get together. And get, but it's not about that, unfortunately, and this is where Trump gets a little, def- I, I defend Trump here. It's all about these groups of people that are out to just destroy, whether it's Trump or this country, 
other folks that don't really care about George Floyd. He could be anybody else. They wouldn't care. Listen, Antifa it's, was on the streets back in the Obama administration. They were there, there on college campuses true. when, when uh, Milo Yiannopoulos tries to speak. True. They, They've been here for, for a long time. They've been here for a long time. I know that. But my point is that this was really about mending and loving and putting it back together, about race, about police brutality. We can try to fix it. Like, imagine, like John Lennon is talking about. But it's not about that. It's about a certain group of people that, whether they hate this president, they hate this country, they just want to wreak havoc, they're bored, they're low lives, they're animals. And I'm talking about whites, blacks, everybody. That's what this is about. Antifa's There's no white. way to fix it. Antifa is uh, predominantly white. Yeah. There's no way to really fix it because there's not one issue that we can sit down and try to figure out. It's, this is just people that want to commit violence. That's what they want to do. They waited and waited and waited, like you said, Bernie, for an excuse. So some guy got killed in, in Minnesota. Oh, he was black. Let's do this. They were cocked and loaded for a tragedy like this to do just what they're doing right now. Did you see that kid yesterday? He, got, uh, he lost an eye. No. He lost an eye. He was actually he was one of the rioters, and uh, the police fired tear gas. And he bent down to pick up a, a tear gas canister, canister, excuse me, to throw it back. Blew it in the face. They shot another one, oh. and it, uh, it, it bounced off the floor and hit him in the eye as he bent down to pick up the other canister yeah. to throw it back. And he, uh, he lost an eye. He, and he looks like Spicoli, if you saw the picture of it. Is that right? Yeah. From Fast Times? Dude, where's my eye? Sean Penn? Know, you know. Yeah. Well, listen, there's a lot of those stories, too. But just getting back to the premise of the segment, basically... Imagine all the people, and, and it's becoming less and less about America coming together to defeat a common cause. Whether you believe there is racism, police brutality, not about that. That's no. what's unfortunate. This has totally become just one group of people trying to take over the country. We were all united. All, everybody was, it was unanimous uh, that what that cop did was horrendous, horrendous, terrible. It was a flat-out murder. Everybody was united. And then... Uh, this happened. Right. But just, by the way, everybody was united. That doesn't matter. That didn't stop LeBron James from tweeting, why doesn't America love us, from countless NBA and NFL players for bashing us. So I know we're all united, and you and I were from the very beginning. The other side doesn't feel that way. So we could talk all one of it. They don't feel that way. No, we, we, did it. we were in agreement, though, that uh, the, the guy was murdered. That the, uh, 100%. The, the, right. 100%. And, and but, now, then, but you and I will be and taken... And that, that was, could have been a, a starting point. Right, but you and I will be taken to task on a daily basis by the other side because we say there's no police brutality. We say there is no, there is no systematic racism with police. And they swear to God there is. So even though we agree in this case that Mr. Floyd was an innocent man, they're not buying into us because they still think we're the enemy because we don't believe that racism exists in big numbers in the police department, and they do. Well, they've, con- they've convinced themselves it does yeah. without the real stats. Would have been a great time to uh, have that conversation, wouldn't it? Have? I but, think so. But not now. No. Now, it's, now. now, it's, now, now. now we've got to worry first about defending our cities. Now you've got, you got Biden staffers paying for bail for rioters, of people who are trying to kill cops and ruin old ladies' neighborhoods. And uh, Hollywood actors paying for bail for, to, yeah. to get these uh, savages out of jail, these Antifa savages. Steve Carell, one of them, I know. Unbelievable. Seth Rogen and, uh, Seth uh, and Rogen. many others. Yeah. Listen, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Rudy Giuliani coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, but it's a Bow Tuesday. Always fun to get Bo Deedle on the bone. He'll join us next.
Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on the 77 WABC app. Download it today, folks. I mean, uh, four cops shot in uh, St. Louis, uh, two cops, uh, an SUV drive rams into two cops in Buffalo, and that video of the cop in the Bronx being hit by a car, and he flies up in the air. That is the most difficult one to watch. Yes. He's okay, that cop. Yeah. But it looks really bad. It is sickening. Sickening. And it was obviously intentional. Uh, so, listen, everybody waits for this time. Every Tuesday, 740, we have a hero cop. And, uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this. He's a, a famous actor, Goodfellas, The Irishman, One Tough Cop, the uh, Bo Deedle Investigations and Security, our good friend Bo Deedle. Good morning, Bo. Good morning, guys. Hey, Bo. I was up, I was up kind of late last night. Had over a hundred guys trying to protect storefronts and homes and apartment buildings. You're not getting all the news from the news media either. The news media is covering up a lot of the crap that's going on. Right in the meatpacking district over there, I had three armed guys over there. They come in up to about 25 guys ripping with bats, aluminum bats, hitting people with bats, robbing the places. Then the cops show up. They start assaulting the cops. And then the cops locked up 11 of them. I mean, I mean, all out violence. Now they're wearing these masks. I mean, this was the perfect time for these little scumbags to come out from behind their rock. Yeah. Because now they can wear masks so they don't get it. They think that they have the vulnerability of not being identified. And they're doing anything. In reality, when this stupid Mayor Big Bird comes out and he says, we have to be more calm and collected and we have to be show resistance. I don't really like them to wear helmets and nightsticks. No, they're supposed to stand there and get beaten to the ground, get their teeth knocked out. 11 o'clock curfew? What a friggin' morning. By 11 o'clock, they had the whole city looted and robbed. They, the Rolex shop over there in, in Soho, $2.2 million worth of Rolex watches, and this was pretty secure. They smashed through there. We had guys all around there. This is a was a total fiasco all over. Now they're going up uh, Madison. They actually got into Macy's, the world's largest department store, on 34th Street. They broke in. They ripped the, the boards down that were on the door. This is a mass riot going on. Let's start the thing from the beginning. We all agree that cop and the other three should be arrested and convicted and go to jail for murder. That's right. But now we're dealing with the, the under the most scumbag antiques. These are the same ones when they don't like they don't like the fact that President Trump got elected. I was in Washington. They had those same black masks and abstract and they were beating, setting fire, beating people up on college campuses. If they don't agree with the conservative speaker, they stop them. They riot. They set fire. Let me tell you, people of America, listen to me. This is just a sign of what's coming. Because if you continue to support these liberal governors and these liberal mayors, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get anarchy. We are in the middle of a riot now. I was around in 1968. There were bad riots during Martin Luther King. Right now they learned something. If you notice, they're directing themselves into the white, rich neighborhoods and the stores. They're not burning in the uh, communities like we had during the blackout of 77 and the other riots we have. Now all of a sudden they realize, hey, let's go where there's property where we can steal lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they hit all the beautiful stores, all the computer shops, Apple stores, anything that's out there. These are criminal animals, and I'll use the word animals. I mean, we'll use the word thugs, and I'm not afraid to use that. And I guarantee you, this is only going to get worse because 
Now it's an excuse. They use this excuse with George Floyd. We all agree wrong. And the mayor, I said yesterday, why don't the mayor come out and be a leader? Because he's not a leader. And where is Governor Six foot four tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's have some meatballs and spaghetti with mama and grandma. Now, how about get your ass out there and get on that line with those cops who be insulted? I see them. And you know what? They have no leadership. No leadership because this mayor does not want them to react. And when you have a commotion, a crowd, a riot situation, if you don't quell it, you got to reopen up Rikers Island. you got to get the buses in there, get the ties, start locking people up, curfew at 11 o'clock. That's the biggest joke there is. Big Bird is a big jerk, and this governor cannot take charge. He should be putting a curfew in at 8 o'clock when it gets dark, and if people are on the street, now no more peaceful demonstrations. I tell you what, Mr. Governor, why don't you announce, I tell you what, all the people that feel the way I feel about George Floyd, and I'll be there too, and I'll hold a candle, and we should all go to Central Park, 500,000 people in a good quality demonstration, how we feel about this man being killed. Why don't we do that? Take charge, Governor. Take charge, Big Bird. You can't take charge, Big Bird, because you're a punk. Your own daughter got locked up, because she's being taught by you and your wife, too liberal. Is this what America is going to be? It's going to be like this if we keep electing. Imagine having this buffoon Biden in there now. He'll be saying, well, we don't want any kind of violence. But yet the violence is okay to be perpetrated on that poor woman up in Rochester being beat with a two-by-four. These are all these little things that you see. It's happening every night. People are being robbed, and it's not being reported. And that's what's yep. going on. New York City and this country's under siege. And what, I don't know what this whole thing with this Bible was with the, with the, with the president last night. That was unnecessary. I didn't need to do that. And I, I was a little pissed at the, at the president for close, pushing everybody out of it. No, he should have said what he had to say, and that's it. We're not going to settle for people. We're not going to settle for anarchy and people being assaulted, being robbed. This is a criminal nature that has nothing to do with Mr. George Floyd. No, we agree. We said that all morning long. This is just an excuse for these people. I mean, just imagine, Bo, if Andrew Cuomo came out and said, listen, what happened to George Floyd was a horrible tragedy. It was terrible. An innocent man. These cops are going to be prosecuted and they're going to do a deserved amount of time in prison. But but uh, we still love our police forces. The overwhelming majority go out there every day and protect all of us. So please don't direct your anger at the men and women in blue or any leadership right now. Let's let's honor the man, George Floyd. Let's memorialize the man, George Floyd. But anger at our cops will accomplish nothing. Imagine if Andrew Cuomo would have said that. Hey. Mayor Bo Deedle, here's what I would have said. I am totally against that cop should go to jail. I've been a detective and a cop my whole life. He killed that man. And like I said, you can have a dog on a fence, on a leash, hanging, choking to death. You're going to help that dog. And those other three cops just stood by while that man was dying, pleading, pleading, help me. I can't breathe. And I saw it. I saw it in my eyes. I saw a man get murdered. And that's what they should be tried and convicted. Any cop that doesn't agree with me. I really don't care about that. I care about the cops. Every one of them agrees with what we're saying. And right now, if I was Mayor Bo, you know what I would say? I'm against it, okay? But I'm not going to sit back and let you destroy property because I will arrest you. This is not a peaceful demonstration. What I'd like to do is Saturday, I'll lead it, and we'll get some, some musical people, and we'll go to Central Park. We'll have a visual for Mr. Floyd. And after it's finished, we're all going to split up in any troublemakers. Mayor Bo's going to tell you right now, you will get locked up. 
It will be a peaceful demonstration. That's what things are about. Peaceful demonstration. Once the violence starts, I tell you right now, I'm Mayor Bo, I'm going to lock your asses up. Very simple. I will not stand by for destroying property, for people being assaulted. One has nothing to do with the other one. And you guys don't even realize what I saw last night in, in lower Manhattan, over by Washington Square Park, where they all start, then they come up Broadway, and they're destroying Every store, that beautiful stores that they had over there, in, uh, was that Soho there? All those stores are destroyed. Everything's destroyed. New York looks like a battleground. Now they're preparing now to go and hit other stores up on the Upper East Side, the fancy stores on Madison Avenue. Bye-bye. That'll be next. And then people living in the high luxury apartments, all these libs. Bye-bye. Because they're going to be attacking people next. I guarantee you. And I saw robberies going down, but yet they're not reporting. People are being robbed on the street. Yeah, no, it's very dangerous. I was up on Fifth Avenue yesterday. I saw it firsthand, Bo. They were smashing windows. Uh, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue was boarded up. Best Buy, uh, or, uh, the Apple Store on Fifth Avenue, they, uh, 60 they, people. They, yeah, there were 60 people in it? there. And the uh, can three. Can you believe they got, can you believe, uh, I'm sorry, Bernie, can you believe they had it boarded up? The largest apartment store, Macy's, yeah. Merry Christmas, right. Thanksgiving, and the, a, a symbol of our happiness, childhood, where these animals got in, they ripped the boards, and they were in there running crazy. With crowbars. They came uh, armed with crowbars. No, this is all orchestrated and coordinated. But what I noticed that w- w- was that the cops were outnumbered, really outnumbered. They need help. They need the National Guard, Bo. How do we get them in there? There is, there is so many groups of them they splinter out it's not one big demonstration anymore now they got smart they splinter out into groups of maybe 30 40 of them and then they go roaming these right. are roving right. gangs of criminal scumbags robbing and and, and and assaulting people and they're just having a free list. the cops can't the cops run from one place to the other place run from one place and you want to know something right now hey como get your balls with your meatballs and get the national guard out here to help the nypd mm-hmm. we have 30 something thousand nypd cops you don't have enough manpower to cover a city of this size we have eight million people in this city and the people in this city need help and i was just at that place on 79th street and first avenue good in a good grocery store last night i got my knee injected yesterday in the city and all these liberal people are online. I said, well, you like what's going on? Well, you vote for Biden. He'll come out of his basement, and this is the beginning. This is what this country's going to turn up. You want this for your children and your grandchildren? This is what the future is going to be. Yep. And, and President Trump has to realize, enough with your and narcissistic ways of value. Be a man. Be a leader. And say, we will not stand for it. It's not a thing, me against them. It's me and the United States of America, good people, against the criminals that are out there. Let's not miss what. Where is Sharpton? Where is Obama? Where is the leaders of the black community? Oprah Winfield, Gail King. Hey, Gail, why don't you get off the couch? And once you go out in the street and see some of the people out there, yeah. what they're doing. Where are all the leaders? Uh, we, well, they're on TV. They're not uh, leaders. Uh, but. Uh, representing that poor uh, uh, a lady in Minnesota, the poor lady who saw her neighborhood uh, stores yeah. destroyed. She has nowhere to shop, and she's destroyed. Representing her. Where are the voices representing her? 
Listen, uh, we agree. At least I do. I've, I've, uh, I've said this morning, I'm a little disappointed in Trump, too. Very disappointed in, in the local leaders. It doesn't seem like there's any real leadership coming from anywhere. Not that Biden would do a better job. Don't get me wrong. Don't tell me to vote for Biden. Biden would not do a better job. But right now, I don't, I don't feel like anyone has any control and is really in charge. And that makes this thing a little more scarier. Anyway, Bo, great job today. Thank you so much for Bernie, stopping by. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. I'm sad, but yeah. Bernie, with the leadership, listen, there has to be a leader. All right, at this point right now, President Trump is our leader. So we have to give him the opportunity to try to fix it. Right now in New York State, we have Como and we got an idiot. And we have to get Como to oversee the idiot. If you have to take him out of his office and, and take charge, but you know who's looking bad, Como? If it's on your watch, Andrew, you want to be the president in four years? Maybe I would vote for you if you show your man. Absolutely. Right. Very Thank well you, said, Bo Deedle, of uh, justifiably <laughs> angry, seeing it, watching, uh, witnessing his city. Uh, in shambles this morning. It's just awful. It's, it's tragic and, uh, I don't know, very dispiriting. Well, but, it uh, is, and, and it's scary, too. And I, I know the cops out there are scared to death because and we talk about this all the time. If they react, then they're going to be in trouble. If they don't react, then they're probably going to die. So I'm trying to figure out how the yeah, cops well, are supposed uh, to uh, operate. I, I, I say, uh, <laughs> listen, you authorize them to use uh, greater force, uh, shoot some that. rubber bullets. Me too. And uh, do whatever they have to do. I mean, crack some skulls. Well, you got to uh, do that. I'm all with that. I'm all with that. Make sure they get home tonight to their families as well. History starts now. That's right. As we said at 6 a.m., history starts now. What kind of world? Do you want? And it's worth repeating what we did at the very top of the show with Rudy Giuliani coming up at uh, 9 o'clock. I'm not sure what kind of world that I want, but I do know this. And I know I speak on behalf of Bernie, too. I don't want this world. The fact that last night, for the first time since 1943, when LaGuardia was mayor, and ironically, a white officer shot a black soldier, which led to huge riots up in Harlem. That was 1943. Last night was the first time since then we had a curfew here in New York City. Now, we're going to talk about the curfew and why it was uh, a couple of days too late and too late in terms of time last night. But before we even get to that, Cuomo, de Blasio, Trump, are they doing a good job? Enough? Not enough? The fact that we're living in what is supposed to be the greatest city in the world and we've got a curfew, like you can't go outside for six hours a day, which becomes 12 hours or nine hours tomorrow. That is, that's incredible. My, my daughter woke up 1130 last night, Ava crying because of the amount of police activity and the screaming and the noises down on Broadway past the curfew, 1130 last night. It has become a really scary situation. And we're not scared of much, Bernie and I. We're, I'm on the trains every day. We're at Penn Station. I'm not really scared. I'm not. I'll walk in, in during these protests, and but for everyday people, it is, it's a very scary it's, situation. It's scary. Listen, I, I, I told you I was uh, in the middle of it on Fifth Avenue, yes, Fifth Avenue yesterday. Uh, I'll admit to being a, a bit scared. Uneasy. In other words, at uneasy, least uneasy. In other words, apprehensive right. because, uh, you know, of who I am and what I look like. And you had uh, bands of people out there that were very surly looking and very, very angry. 
So, uh, I mean, you, you, if you, 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 I mean, if you're anticipating a p- potential violence, a fear is uh, justified. And that's what we're looking at here. Society of ours, it's a very, very fragile thing. We're starting to learn this more and more. I mean, first with the, the pandemic and now this and having to implement a curfew, a curfew in New York City. Unreal. I mean, in, in Midtown Manhattan, it, it's, you know, so law and order breaks down very, very easily. And we need leaders. We don't have leaders. No, we don't have leaders. We don't have leaders. We don't. Not, I mean, th- th- this is happening right before our eyes. And by the way, I am really sorry that I, I don't own a gun right now. And you, if you're wondering why people want to own guns, yeah, this now you know why. Yeah, this is it. Well, and then you've got the, the contrasting opinions on what's going on. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that you and I believe these. This is well, we know this is a fact. It's not what we believe. These are funded organizers going out there. They they've already got kerosene and they've got crowbars and all kinds of paraphernalia that aids in doing this. John Miller, I said it yesterday. He intercepted communications. Very organized, coordinated event. We know they're exploiting these uh, young uh, kids. Uh, the thieves out there, they're exploiting them. They're setting the stage for them. They're, they're leading them to water as you would a well, horse. They're, 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 not, they're not exploiting them. They're aiting them. They are aiting and abetting yeah, them. In other words, they're doing. they'll <laughs> smash the window. <laughs> and the kids and, will run in. And the kids will run in. But there, there's no argument, I don't think, from a rational, sane person that they are animals. Whether it's the young kids that are running in after Antifa or Antifa. Man, if, you, if you saw that, uh, I think Bo alluded to the woman in Rochester getting uh, uh, beat up. Yeah. After they smashed up her store, she just stood there and looked at them. They were using two-by-fours. And then one guy just, from behind, no less, one, yeah. a male punches this woman in the face. And I've seen, you've seen uh, multiple videos like that. I mean, that Dallas man was beaten to a pulp. That Dallas guy, all over the place, you see these things. Uh, reporters, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, no, it's, it's all over the place. It's clear that it's, it's out of control, and it needs to be stopped. We need more help here. We'll get to that. But just in terms of what we're watching, right, what we're seeing this go down, we know that these are very angry people, all three groups, even the silent protesters, or the, the peaceful protesters, I don't trust them either. But you got to listen to the governor of this state and the president of the United States when it comes to how they view what we're watching every single day, the, the, the stark, the contrast opinions between these two guys. Now, we side with the president. I think most rational people do. But here's Governor Cuomo on what's going on, and then President Trump. You mark my words. They're going to say today, oh, you see, they're criminals. They're looters. Did you see what they did, breaking the store windows and going in and stealing? And they're going to try to paint this whole protest movement that they're all criminals, they're all looters. And these are not acts of peaceful protest. These are acts of domestic terror. Now, we're not painting anything, Governor Cuomo. We're watching it just like you are. And the peaceful protesters are few in numbers. And the amount of damage that has been done from injuries to policemen being shot in Las Vegas, shot in St. Louis, Missouri, run over by cars in Bronx and all over New York City, up in Buffalo. That's real stuff. That's not a peaceful protest. And that's what's going on in larger numbers in our country today. And by the way, we definitely have made that distinction between the peaceful protesters. We said it uh, yesterday. We said it today. Peaceful protesters, the thieves. The young thieves out there who are being uh, exhorted to come, come here, come there on social media by the third faction, which is Antifa, right. who is exploiting that population.
But the peaceful protesters, they're there and they're real. And uh, George Floyd, listen, we don't need an autopsy, which came out yesterday, uh, to know how he died. He was murdered. We know that. Right. And the anger is real and valid. But this, this crime, this, this, this breakdown of society, this uh, uh, midtown Manhattan being turned into, uh, you know, uh, L.A. in 1992 is unacceptable. And for this guy to, to offer excuses for it. Yeah, it's, it's just terrible. Uh, th- this is our leader. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, the president, did talk last night about how you got to let these peaceful protesters do their thing. Here's our Trump seven. We cannot allow the righteous cries and peaceful protesters to be drowned out by an angry mob. Now, President Trump, of course, walked across the street to St. John's the Baptist yesterday uh, to that uh, uh, church, which, by the way, uh, had uh, fires set there the night before. And he came under criticism for holding the Bible up, which, which is amazing. They're Again. actually more angry yeah. that he held the Bible up than that these, these animals burnt down, the, that tried to burn down the church. All right. Now, on, a, on another note, we are still going, we're going through all this now. And we're still going through the pandemic, right? We're still finding out when we're getting into phase yeah. one, when we're going into phase two, when is Long Island going to do Please, this? Stop with, stop, that, that, I mean, stop with the nonsense. Just open everything. You've, Let, been, you've been exposed. That's it. Go, by this point, you've all been exposed. Go to a ball game. Go to a restaurant. Take off the stupid mask. Open everything up and stop. Stop treating us like we're morons. This so, is not a game, Governor Cuomo. No, but he's treating it like a game. And now yesterday, finally, he found a way to include... The pandemic talk. For days, the pandemic went away, right? We, we see thousands and thousands of protesters together. No one talked about masks and social distancing. All of a sudden, that wasn't a story anymore because it was okay because they're allowed to do what they want to do. Well, finally, Governor Cuomo yesterday find a way, found a way, I should say, to include the pandemic with the protests, which we call riots. Here's Cuomo 1 and Cuomo 5. This is not advancing a reform agenda. This is not persuading government officials to change. This is not helping end coronavirus. We spent all this time closed down, locked down, masks, socially distanced, and then you turn on the TV and you see these mass gatherings <laughs> that uh, could potentially be infecting hundreds and hundreds of oh, people. The, the same mass gatherings that you've given the green light to and that you encouraged the last couple of yeah, days. He, yeah, he had to address it. Somebody asked him. He knew he was going to be asked that question. Uh, he, look, he's a grandstanding coward. He's a selfish rat. And he threw the cops under the bus yesterday as well. This guy, this, this dog is, is presiding over the downfall of our great city here. This bum. And the other lazy slob, too, who gets a pass because he's just a b- buffoon. He's yeah. just stupid. Yeah. But this idiot knows better. He's, he's a little, like, all an idiot, but he's smarter than that. He's just a pandering punk is what he is. I look good in my suit and my nice tan and I'm on TV. <laughs> what could be better? I'm a smooth dude in a cool mood. <laughs> It's, but, it, but it, you know, it's funny, right? But it's not funny no, at all. No. What, what happened last what was god-awful, and this is the guy who, who, who we're depending on to, to prevent it. Yeah. I mean, uh, unless the president steps in, which he said last night, I have the power to override the governors. Well, then do it. And send in the military. Well, then do it. Now's the time. We need you in New York. We need the military in New York. The, uh, George Bush, 41, as I mentioned earlier, did it in the L.A. riots in 92, sent in the Marines, sent in the uh, United States Army. 
Uh, President Trump, please send him to New York City. And he should know. He's a New Yorker still. That office is right there on Fifth Avenue, his building as well. 1-800-848-WABC. 1-800-848-9222. The great Mayor Rudy Giuliani set to join us coming up at 9 o'clock. And we'll hit the phones and get you some more news. Bernie and Sid rolls on on a Tuesday. Very soothing. I certainly hope so. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on the 77 WABC app. Downloaded today, folks. And, uh, you know, the latest, uh, I don't know, fake news narrative, if you will, the latest hoax, perhaps, is that uh, it's not Antifa. It's white supremacists who are stoking the violence to make the the, the movement uh, to honor the name of George Floyd look bad. I mean, this is really ridiculous. And no less than uh, Jake Tapper is leading that charge. Take a listen to uh, Jake Tapper, MSNBC reporter, and one other person. Investigators are looking into whether white supremacists and far-right groups are involved. They're seeing elements of white supremacists that are also helping fuel this. We have seen things like white supremacists organizers who have posted things on platforms about coming to minnesota total lies folks total complete and total fake lies fake news Uh, there it is again they're trying to defend antifa is what they're doing and you actually have uh, biden staffers uh, donating money to bail out antifa the rioters the looters the people who are causing all this uh mayhem uh, in, in addition to some movie stars, uh, Steve Carell, Seth Rogen. Remember that, folks, when you go to the movies next time. Uh, and also, uh, oh, Andrea Mitchell. Oh, this one here, this this witch. I mean, we used to know her back at, uh, from our MSNBC days. I knew her very well. Uh, she's married to Alan Greenspan. This is her on MSNBC just yesterday defending Antifa. President Trump, as I was suggesting, and the Attorney General Bill Barr, are blaming Antifa for the violence that has erupted over the last four days and nights. Despite reporting from NBC News contributor Frank Fuglisi, a former career FBI counterintelligence official, that in fact there are indications of more right-wing white supremacists. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now, did you ever hear this guy, this uh, former ESPN reporter, his name is Chris Martin Palmer. You know this guy? Nope. Okay, so he's uh, apparently he lives in Minneapolis. No, he does live in Minneapolis. And uh, he actually tweeted out, burn that shizzle down. Burn it all down. This is on May 28th, the day after the fires. Uh, he said, burn it down, burn it down. And he was talking about, he, had, he, he tweeted a photo of a burning uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, excuse me, uh, 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 a low-income housing project's burning. It's destroyed now. So he writes that, burn it down, burn it down. Then on May 31st, he wrote <laughs> about his own neighborhood, he tweeted, they destroyed a Starbucks and are now in front of my building. Get these animals the F out of my neighborhood. Ah. Go back to where you live. Mm. This is the hypocrisy, of course, of Seth Rogen, of uh, Chris Martin Palmer, of Andrea Mitchell. Steve Carell. Steve, all of them. And the Biden staffers. And this guy may be president. He's going to be a puppet. He's, he's actually totally senile right now. He may be president. It's very, very scary. And uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just it's just really disturbing. I just wanted to point those things out. And, oh, yes, yeah, so speaking of Minneapolis, burn it down, burn it all down, that low-income housing project. We just want to play this one more time. This affects real people, real people in these poor neighborhoods where uh, Chris Martin Palmer doesn't care about. He cares about his neighborhood, but not about the poor neighborhoods, the low-income housing project that got burned down that he tweeted out. Here's a lady that lives in that neighborhood. Scary. 
They went straight to Office Max, the dollar store, and every store over here that I go to. I have nowhere to go now. I have no way to get there because the buses aren't running. I mean, that, that, these are the people who want law and order. They want a thriving neighborhood. Does, does anybody get that? I mean, it affects real, you burn down your own hood. It's the dumbest, stupidest thing. Ferguson, uh, uh, Missouri hasn't recovered. Baltimore hasn't recovered. These things take years to come back from. And now, yeah, she's, she's got to what? Take an Uber to, uh, to, to a CVS uh, 10 miles away, maybe? I mean, it really is sad. It's terrible. And the distortion going on from the media is disgusting. And here is Terry from Queens. Terry, you're on the Bernie and Sid show on WABC Radio. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, Bernie and Sid. Thank you so much. Um, I just, you know, I have a 19-year-old, um, and um, he's, he's a college student. And it disturbs me because he went out last night to, uh, to join these protesters. And I, 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 you know, against my better judgment. But I feel like these the real story isn't getting out about why these young people are so, so motivated. What is motivating them? They are just, they are so anti-capitalism. They're anti-government. They're, they don't want, they hate authority. They hate the police. And this is, again, like you were saying, it's a great excuse yep. for them to, um, the, the George Floyd thing, the unfortunate George Floyd thing, it's just a great excuse for them to just get their message out and, and, and take over and just destroy, destroy, destroy. And the COVID-19 thing didn't help us either because these kids have been locked up in their houses for all yeah. these weeks. Uh, they're, listen, they're angry and they're, they're, they're itching to get out. So when you said to your son, uh, son, listen, I don't think this is a good idea. You know how I feel. I'm just curious, how was the rest of that conversation before you actually left? Well, my father was a former NYPD. Uh, my, my dad would have been 80 years old. He passed away. But Sorry. he was an NYPD sergeant and captain um, in, in many precincts in, in, in New York City. I explained that to him. I said, this is like disrespecting your grandfather. Um, you know, you can't do this. And he, his, his answer is, you know, they need to be taken down. They, they, they do not respect people. They don't care about people. They need to be shown. Listen. These kids are, are primed. They've been brainwashed uh, by the schools. Brainwashed, starting in grammar school. Brainwashed totally. Uh, uh, their, their minds are twisted. Their minds are twisted by the radical teachers. You have two. Uh, uh, you have two Princeton graduates. They're lawyers. These people, and you have also uh, teachers as well, out there uh, protesting. But these two lawyers, uh, they, they threw Molotov cocktails, a Princeton graduate and a Fordham law professor, a Fordham law uh, graduate, I should say. They threw Molotov cocktails at the police. Uh, these people have been brainwashed, and that's the problem with the young kids today. No, there's no question. And uh, I see it firsthand with my son's school, no doubt about it, Gabriel, 11 years old. But the good news is when he gets home, daddy talks to him. A lot of these kids, maybe that's not the case. And I, I have changed his mind on a couple of things. A couple of things. But you're right. They, they go at him at school. and, and, and uh, In college. And, and, uh, the grammar school, school, even worse. high school, everything. Yeah, uh, that's bad. One more, Sydney. Karen is in the Bronx. Good morning to you, Karen. Hi, good morning. I've been listening a while, but first time caller. Thank, I thank have you. two things. One, have you all ever taught that um, the Blasio and Cuomo, since they are against the police officers, they probably should give up 
the police officers that are the security guards that go out. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly that right. That is such a great point. Listen, the, uh, the head of the union of the state troopers yesterday, he sent a blistering, blistering letter to Governor Cuomo, outraged that Cuomo threw him under the bus. And, uh, you know, he demonized the cops yesterday and pretty much excused what's happening. Didn't stand up for the state troopers around the state because no. this is happening in Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse. Uh, he got it big time by this uh, state police union leader. Maybe I'll read some of it later. I don't have time right and, now. And you know that Danielle was actually representing five members of de Blasio's detail that uh, he threw under the bus, Bill de Blasio. Now, obviously, that stopped when the court stopped and the world stopped. But she is actually representing five guys wow. that were part of de Blasio's detail that protected that son of a bitch every day. And he threw every single one of them under the bus. What's your second point, Karen? I'm driving down Fordham Road now to go to work. It's so devastating. I'm a black woman, and if it is so devastating that you don't have nowhere to go and be friendly, yeah. you are a victim of uh, this. And, and this is what Governor Cuomo and these uh, progressive, uh, quote unquote, leaders don't get. It's people like you that suffer, and they don't care about you. And that's why uh, everybody uh, in the inner cities. I mean, you, you have to wake up. Somebody has to. I don't know. An epiphany has to uh, happen amongst them. You can't vote in these same creeps. You cannot vote in the de Blasio's, the Cuomo's, because uh, law and order falls apart. That's what happens. There are all these uh, Democrat cities, by the way. All of and them. And Democrat states. Yes, all of them. All blue. 1-800-848 and blue, not like police. 1-800-848-WABC. 1-800-848-9222. With a blood red circle on the cold Springsteen, my city in ruins. Lots of folks around this country, especially right here in New York City, we can uh, claim that our city is in ruins. One eight hundred eight four eight WABC. One eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. You know, we had uh, the former New York City Police Commissioner Bernie Kerik on yesterday, and of course, Bernie was here. In, uh, with that position during 9-11, the most tragic day in the history of this country. Did a terrific job. And the mayor back then was Rudy Giuliani. And I did read a tweet to Bernie when he was on with us, with Bernie and I, from Rudy Giuliani. And uh, Rudy tweeted that if I was mayor, this would never happen. That I, in fact, was mayor when we had the Crown Heights issue. Uh, issue, Crown Heights issue. We had the Washington Heights issue. And it never escalated into anything like we're seeing now. So Rudy did make the claim, hey, if I was mayor... This would never happen in our city. And Moody's coming up in about 20 minutes. He can tell us exactly why. What would, if he yeah. done, what would he do differently this time than de Blasio and Cuomo have done to make sure that we, have, we wouldn't suffer what we have the last well, three or four he, nights? He certainly wouldn't be like uh, the two morons we have, the two leaders. He, he wouldn't be a, uh, a pandering punk like they are. But an apologist. Right, an apologist. Right. Right. That's A. But I would say the job is more difficult today, of course, with social media. Much more. The, this, the, the, the way they organize, and you have these uh, uh, people on e-bikes. Yep. They're scouting, pe- scouting places out. Yep. There's no cops here, so all you get over here quickly. Plus, they can recruit so much quicker. So you can take, you know, if you had five or six or ten or twenty people back in, you know, 1999 that were looking to do damage, 
you could exponentially increase that by tenfold today because of Instagram or Twitter or any one of these social easily, media sites. Easily, yeah. So it, 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 the job is a little more difficult, but it starts with good leadership. So he's right about that. that he and, had. Look, and, and, and this, if that uh, mayor in Minneapolis had shown force and strength they won. Instead of being the weenie that he uh, turned out to be, the coward that he turned out, the pandering coward that yeah. he turned out to be, that our leaders are turning out to be, right. uh, uh, de Blasio and, and Cuomo, yeah, this might, all this might not have happened. Maybe not. Especially uh, after he ordered the evacuation of that police precinct. That was I mean, ridiculous. Tell me that didn't uh, uh, embolden uh, uh, these uh, 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 savages. They burned it down, the third police precinct. Yeah. That's uh, Jacob Fry, for folks keeping score at home. He's the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry. Let's go to Jeff. He's in Boca Raton, Florida. He's on line one. Good morning, Jeff. Gentlemen, good morning. I'm sick over the whole thing. Before I moved down to Boca, I was in union construction. In my last years, I built down in Green Street. I built all these stores. That's what we did. I hung out in my ladies. I had beers. Prince Street. They got six-inch, ten-penny nails. These guys are term and, and they're back. They're fueled by but somebody's fueling and, and, and promoting these people. Because the other night, last night, I think they had a, a Black Lives Matter over in... Town Center Mall. Now, Sid, why would they put him in Town Center Mall? Why would you walk <laughs> Well, there? you would put him there because that's where the very wealthy white folks shop every single day. And that's what's changed about this effort now, Jeff, is that, and we talked about this earlier with Bo Deedle, he's right, they used to go into the, uh, the poor neighborhoods where they were from, actually, some of these protesters, and they would burn that down. Now this concerted effort, this organized effort, is going into places like Boca Town Center Mall, no, they, which they, is like short hills, and uh, causing trouble there. They've heard the criticism, and they're responding to it to change it, change it up, and they, right. they're, they're heeding it. They still burn down the poor neighborhoods in oh, Minneapolis sure. and, 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 and all over the uh, country as Baltimore, well. Baltimore, too, and Missouri but as well. Tr- trying to be a little smarter about it now. And you also had, even in New York City last night, a lot of cars with out-of-town license plates. They're coming in, just like those two mutt, uh, the Princeton grad and the Fordham law grad. Uh, they're coming in with supplies. They're coming in with crowbars. They're coming in with Molotov cocktails. They're handing them out to these people on the streets. Uh, yeah, coordinated big time. And uh, social media on top of it, telling people where to go. Right. It's a very, very difficult situation to contain. Now, we are right across the street. For folks that don't know, we do the, our show every morning, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden, right here in the in the epicenter of everything, it seems like, right across the street from Macy's, the beautiful Macy's in Herald Square. They got into that place last night, which is really, really disheartening. And it looks like this gentleman and his wife were there. Kevin from New Jersey, online five. Good morning, Kevin. Yeah, uh, hey guys, great radio as, as uh, usual. Um, yeah, we we were actually coming across Thirty Fourth Street, and my wife, we saw the the boarded up windows on Macy's, and we were like blown away by it. So my wife actually started filming it because you know it's a whole block long, and it just looked crazy that they had them all boarded up. So while she was doing that, I said, "Oh man, why did I bring you?" And she's like, "What?" And I said, "Look over there," and I said, "You know, we saw them all gathering." And just as I said that, they actually started across the street. There was a Sephora uh, Foot Locker and a famous footwear. Right. They started smashing those windows yeah. and looting those stores. Now, they had the whole street blocked. We couldn't go anywhere. I had a couple cars in front of me. The light was red. There were no police anywhere around. And they had us pretty much surrounded. And I said, oh, my God. I, you know, I, I wouldn't have cared if it was just me, but I had her with me. So I was scared to death. It was one of the scariest things I've ever been to in my life. Wow. 
No. And, you're, and you're right about it not being spontaneous, and you're right about Antifa, because there were people that were actually smashing the windows, and then the other people were running in. Right, And exactly. also, they, they were pulling out the, the crowbars right there, and, you know, all the windows are on Macy's, and the doors all, were all boarded up, and they started banging, and they had hammers, too. They actually had hammers. They started banging on them first, and then they started pulling out the nails and pulling down the boards and getting in there, and thankfully... One cop showed up and, like, chased the cars that were in front of me through the light. And I just started going away. And she was filming, and they were all looking up at us while, while she was filming. I said, put the phone down, put the phone down, because, you know, they might come after us. Yeah, so, no, you, you were uh, in a certain amount of danger. I was on 34th Street myself. I saw Macy's boarded up before uh, that occurred. I also saw on 5th Avenue, uh, Best Buy, the windows were smashed. And they, it had been boarded up. They took down the, the uh, boards with the crowbars, and the windows were smashed, and they were putting up more boards. I mean, this was going on all up and down Fifth Avenue. Saks Fifth Avenue, believe it or not, boarded up. Saks Fifth Avenue, right across from 30 Rock, right next to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Saks Fifth Avenue, boarded up. No, this is uh, is very bad. It is coordinated, and uh, it's it's really sickening. And again, we need help tonight. Yeah, we, we need help today. Get the National Guard in here. So President Trump, if you're listening, pay heed. We need the National Guard here in New York. Uh, uh, even Governor Cuomo. I mean, it's no, not he's too not late. Do it. He's not going to do it. He's just an idiot. Adam is in Florida. Line one. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. I just want to say you guys are, are the best radio host in the history of radio. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Uh, there's nobody better than you two, and uh, I thank you personally for being the voice for everybody when we can't speak. We have you guys that speak the mind of of the little guy. Well, yeah. thank you, Adam. Thank that, you. That's very nice of you to say, Adam. Are you going to say something about Mike Tyson? Yeah, I don't know. Did you see that there was a tweet by Mike Tyson that my friend, uh, he followed him on Twitter, and it was taken down uh, immediately, but he was able to catch it. It said from Mike Tyson, if a white if white people protest rioted every time a black person huh. killed them, we Forget would have it. no peace. You right, know, but, but, but but their point is this: it's at least it started like this because I made that same point. Their point is it's not about white versus black or black versus white; it's about policemen that are supposed to protect everybody that are out to kill them. So it's not a white black black white thing. They will tell you that. So it doesn't matter how many whites were killed; they're going to tell you. It's not black versus white, white versus black. It's the fact that these are civil servants that are supposed to protect everybody, and they clearly have it out for the black people. Which, of course, is erroneous. I mean, I mean nonsense. it's not backed up by the stats. It's got to be data-driven, data-driven. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Bernie Kerrick told us, he posted, he tweeted, I have it in front of me, 2019 uh, fatal police shootings. White people, 370 of unarmed and armed black people. 370 blacks, 235. So more whites shot by uh, the police, shot and killed by the police well, than blacks. And their argument will be there's a lot more whites in this and country And then my argument will be there are, the blacks commit a lot more crimes and per have a lot capita, more that is correct. exchanges. Now, look, speaking of Mike Tyson, this, this is uh, fairly new. Uh, John Jones, who was uh, a light heavyweight slash heavyweight, told you this. Actually, in New Mexico, you, you, did you know about this? He beat the guy up. He well, he he didn't beat him up. But oh, he, I thought he, he beat him he, up. He took his. He, he, the guy was about is in New Mexico. He was about to uh, spray paint, vandalize a building, and he took away uh, the spray paint. He just yeah. said, "Give me, give that to me, give that to me," and he tweeted a picture of the cans or whatever. And this is what he wrote: "Is this shizzle even about George Floyd anymore?" Why the F are you 
punk-ass teenagers destroying our cities. As a young black man, trust me, I'm frustrated as well, but this is not the way. We are starting to make a bad situation worse. If you really got love for your city, protect your shizzle. All you old heads need to speak up. Call your young family members and tell them to come home tonight. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what you need. You need the older people. Yeah. And, and again, we need, we need leaders we need leaders like Oprah Winfrey, people who, who, who people who you know are influencers. Yeah. Barack Obama, we need you. Michelle Obama, we need you. Jay-Z. Now is the time to speak up. What about Jay-Z? Speak up for the peaceful protesters whose whose movement is getting hijacked. Yeah. And you're allowing it to happen. By the way, John Jones is about to give back his championship belt because he says Dana White is not paying him enough money. Yeah, no, yeah, we talked, we did talk about that yesterday, but uh, it could could be just a ploy. You well, know, Conor McGregor yeah. did the same thing. Oh, he did, okay. and he ended up getting everything he wanted. Okay, good. Well, and, good job out of John Jones. Yeah, that's a very good job. And you're right. We need to hear from some of the uh, the leaders inside that community. Come out and uh, and 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 say bad things about the protesters. You need we move we, us in the right direction. Absolutely right. You need some of these people. I, I don't know who we have in New York. Uh, well, Jumani Williams actually did a good job. I got to tell you. Oh, the uh, public advocate. He really did. He yeah. said some uh, some of the right things. Okay. Uh, now, uh, again, what other leaders do we have in New York? Black leaders that have spoken out? I, I haven't heard any. I don't know who can. Uh, Cory Booker hasn't. No, hasn't said squat. He's uh, demonizing the cops and defending the rioters. I think he actually came out and finally uh, endorsed Joe Biden. Is that the latest news with Cory yeah, Booker? Joe Biden, who who says uh, shoot, shoot, hey, you know what? Just shoot him in the legs. <laughs> right. You stupid a hole. Maybe some of these athletes in New York, I don't know, you know, maybe they can come out and uh, cause exactly. I, I see a lot of, you know, bingo. They, 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 but they've yeah. been bad. Like a Victor Cruz, I'm done, I'm done. What does that mean? You're done. You're done, done with what? You, 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 done you, with what? You're seeing this peaceful protest uh, being co-opted, being hijacked by, uh, by white Antifa savages, and you're allowing that to happen? You're not speaking up? You don't care about George Floyd? Shame on you. We all want to change the world. No, we don't. We liked it the way it was. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on the 77 WABC app. Our next guest, he really needs no introduction. I will say this. uh, America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani does a great job on WABC Radio Mondays through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. You you listen to Rudy Giuliani today at 4 o'clock and every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Without further ado, here he is, America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Good morning, Mr. Giuliani. Good morning. Good morning, Bernie. How are you? Well, well, uh, we're Thank well, you, uh, despite the uh, disappointing, uh, depressing circumstances, uh, Mary, Mayor. I just took a ride around. I did, I did Maria Bartiromo at 7. So then I got in the car and I drove all up and down Madison Avenue. And it's a terrible thing to see. I mean, it takes, you, it takes me back like to the 60s or something. This hasn't happened in New York in a long, long time. Stores all the way up to 86th Street. There's a Best Buy that's broken into on 86th Street. Uh, a bunch of jewelry stores. These people are these people that are doing this aren't protesters. They're they're uh, they're either they're either uh, agitators or they're thieves. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're walking out with with they took about two million dollars of watches last night. Rolex, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's even going north of 86th Street, Rudy. I'm on 104th, and we had some issues there last night, too. What's interesting is we had Bernie Carrick on the show yesterday, Rudy, and while Bernie was on the air with us, your commissioner, I read your tweet. You had just posted the tweet, and you said, listen, when I was mayor here, we had the issues in Washington Heights and Crown Heights. He said, but I got to tell you something right now. 
If I was still mayor today, I can guarantee you that these riots would not be taking place. You did say that. We had it. We had three major police brutality incidents. One of them had a protest that went on for three months. You might remember, you know, the, the, the uh, people like Jesse Jackson and yep. Susan Sarandon and yep. every idiot from Hollywood got arrested. <laughs> That's right. And every day they tried to stoke it into a violent. And every night around seven o'clock, we arrested two, three hundred people. And that was, the, that was the end of it. You arrest them at the beginning of the night, not after they caused the trouble. I mean, tonight at 8.05, he should arrest anybody that's not headed home. Put a 1,000 people in prison. You won't have a riot the next day. You're absolutely right, Mayor Giuliani. Listen, Antifa yesterday, they actually telegraphed uh, this move. They warned New Yorkers that we're going to be moving into the upscale neighborhoods. Uh, We're not done. Everybody knew that was going to happen, yet Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio also they went along with this 11, 11 p.m. curfew. In retrospect, obviously, a grave mistake on their part. No? Yeah, complete incompetence. How can you not protect Macy's? Right. Right. I mean, I... The big store, I mean, <laughs> you just put 100 cops around it. I mean, we have police officers that are now being used as observers of crime. They stand there, and they watch people running away with liquor, dresses, watches, and they just look at it. Well, I mean, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. Well, if they I'm do something about the, it, you know. I'm not blaming the police officers at all. I just right. met with a group of them near St. Patrick. Yeah. I feel bad for them. They can't do what they want to do. No, they're castrated. They really are. No, no, I will say this, uh, Mayor Giuliani. I was out there. Uh, they were chasing down people. It's just that they were really, really outnumbered. Uh, these people are organized. They use social media. They all have phones, and they're, they're told where to go and how to avoid the police. So it's a difficult, difficult job, a little different from when you were actually mayor. This social media and cell phone thing is really affecting. It's giving these people more. Actually, it really is. They just don't plan. We spent months planning for this, and if they have social media, we have social media. True. <laughs> That's what I like. That's true. What are we, dummies? Right. When you say they were outnumbered. It's a 35,000-person police department. They have 35,000 people? So they were underdeployed, you're saying? Well, there's only 8,000 cops. They actually doubled the amount of cops to 8,000. Right. I'm going to tell you this. I could spend days. I I teach this. This doesn't have to happen. It could have been stopped the first night. The first person who threw something should have gotten arrested. On Sunday, they should have arrested the people. At Barclay Center at five in the afternoon, who were acting out, go arrest a hundred of those people, and let everybody find out that the cops tonight are arresting people, and Antifa won't show up. You know, it's interesting. One time, one yeah. time, one time, Chief Esposito, yeah, just keep the Brooklyn Bridge open, arrested seven hundred people. Hmm. The other two thousand didn't come. That's how you do it. Yeah, Joe Esposito's a, a great guy. Man's man because right we've been talking an awful lot this morning how Cuomo keeps saying, if I need the National Guard, I can deploy them. President Trump, as you know, Rudy, has said, hey, if cities need that, I will make sure they go regardless of what the governors want. And we've been kind of um, imploring all morning long, uh, President Trump, please send them. But what you're saying is, we don't even need that. We've got the manpower here. We're just not using it correctly. 
Yeah, I mean, he should deploy the New York City Police Department. Right. They haven't been deployed yet. I mean, when you're doing a riot, I'll tell you the number of arrests that count. Not the measly 200 they did last night. 1,000, 2,000. You know there are about 8,000 open beds on Rikers Island. The mayor should be telling them that. De Blasio's on their side. He sympathizes with them. Yes. Where's the mayor saying, get the hell out of my city. You show up tonight. You're going to spend the. You're going to spend as much time in Rikers Island as I can get you. Well, he can't do that. His own daughter got arrested. <laughs> well, you know, for that he should just say no comment. <laughs> but he actually said she did the right thing. I know. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I know. It's He's terrible. proud of her. He said, "I'm proud of her." His daughter. The poor girl obviously has problems. But you don't say she did the right thing when she attacked his police officer. Exactly. This is the state that we're living in. It's unbelievable. Uh, Mayor Giuliani, so forget, uh, I discount uh, uh, Mayor de Blasio. He's just a buffoon. Governor Cuomo is a smarter guy. He's very slick, and yet he threw the cops under the bus yesterday and and implemented an 11 o'clock curfew for some reason. He knew better. It should have been earlier, yet he still did 11 o'clock. I mean, you heap praise on uh, Governor Cuomo early on in the pandemic. How do you feel about him now? I'll tell you, there's only one thing he could do that would uh, let me praise him. He should remove the mayor and take over the city. Yes. Yes. We've been asking for that for a long time. The mayor is provably incompetent. And now lives are at stake. He's been incompetent for six and a half years. But now it really counts. None of this had to happen. We've had six days of riots. Even Dinkins never went beyond four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dinkins, that's true. And yeah. we've been asking, by the way, for Cuomo to remove Bill de Blasio for a long time. Cuomo actually talked about it a year ago and said, I'm not going to do that. That's up to the people. They voted him in. I want to ask you something on the national level, though. We, we all are in agreement here that the local leaders, whether it's our mayor or governor, have done a terrible job with both the pandemic and, of course, these riots. But I've got, anecdotal, Rudy, but I've got buddies who are Trump supporters, and they're going to vote for Trump again but they've been critical a bit of how Trump has handled this the last couple of days. Do you think that it's, it's okay to criticize Trump? Do you think he's doing a very good job? Well, I don't know what he could have done up until now. I mean, now, now I think he should look at a couple of these cities and intervene, whether they like it or not, if people are going to get killed and property is going to be damaged. I think he should start with D.C. He should take a good look at us. He should take a good look at... Minneapolis, which is doing a little bit better now. But there are cities in which I watch on television, people loot stores, and the police are watching them. They've obviously been told to lay back. Mm -hmm. And it's an old theory, which is if you create confrontation, the riot's going to get worse. There's There's a report that was done for Andrew's father. It's called the Tegenti Report. And it was done about the riot in Crown Heights that Dinkins created the pogrom where they went out and beat up Jewish people. Sure. And Sharpton. And, and you know what his theory was? You know what Dinkins would say for three days? I'm letting them vent. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Baltimore mayor said, too. Yeah, in 2015, yes. Well, Jagenti <laughs> said it's the stupidest thing. The, the thing to do in a, in a possible riot is make the first arrest as soon as there's a violation of the law. And then the second, and then the third, and don't stop until they go away. Every time they throw a rock, go get them, arrest 
every time they uh, break up a window, arrest them. Don't let them vent. No. Then venting means they, we end up in the situation we're in now. They bust up masons. It's part of the broken windows theory, right? It, it really is. And it started in Minneapolis when, with that mayor allowing those riots to uh, occur yeah. and metastasize and the burning of the police precinct. People saw it, became emboldened, and now I it's agree. nationwide. Right. I agree that that one act, the act of giving up the police precinct, just drove this up by an order, a couple of orders of magnitude. Yeah. And, and, and I think it also encouraged Antifa to get involved. Antifa said, hey, we got the cops. We got the cops just where we want them. We got these cities where we have alleged progressive mayors. They're criminal friendly to start with. They've been letting criminals out of jail for four years. I mean, they got to figure if they come to New York, they're going to. They're in home territory, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, well, a home that, game. That, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you look, if, if uh, de Blasio was not mayor and you were, this wouldn't happen in New York. If Jacob Fry was not mayor and my first cousin, Norm Coleman, was still mayor, that wouldn't happen in Minneapolis either. That's the difference. Guys like Rudy Giuliani, Norm Coleman, that's when you have law and order, and that's when the country runs the way it's supposed to. Now, listen, it's great you're on the radio with us every day, Rudy. You're killing it, and we love having you. But I think I'd rather have you as mayor for today than uh, the radio star. <laughs> Thank you, Rudy. You're great. Thank you so much, uh, you buddy. You guys are great. Thank you. I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy being on with you. Uh, you're great. Thank, Thank you. you. Rudy Giuliani, folks. Thank Check him out later on this afternoon and every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. The great Rudy Giuliani. Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it, baby? Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Nobody looks better in a flannel shirt than Blake Shelton, except for Bernie today. That is like a little flannel jacket you got going on. You look very handsome, very manly, very cut down some trees like Paul Bunyan. Do you want a piece of this? A little. <laughs> hey, Rudy Giuliani was, uh, was really which, great, wasn't he? You look like Paulie Walnuts in his heyday. <laughs> to be quite honest. I do, right? I got the gray slacks. Yeah. I got a very tight red uh, V-neck shirt on. Right. Pair of brown shoes. I got a blue sport jacket. I'm not yeah. wearing that right now. But. You worked on your buys, uh, obviously, yesterday. No, I didn't. I didn't work out Well, yesterday. maybe the day before. No, I, I, yesterday. Oh, I, it's I, all natural. No, it's, I, I do steroids. Okay. But they work. But, but, but yes. <laughs> you're, you're very, very Brooklyn. Thank you. I'll take it. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. I got, I got the tan. I got, you got, the, you I got, got it, it all. all. Bro. You got it all. So, um, you know, it's funny. We're talking to uh, Rudy at the very end of the conversation. We said, uh, Julie, Rudy, Julie. We love you on the radio station. You're doing a great job, four to six. But we'd really like to have you back as mayor because he can fix this. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of rumors, a lot of rumors swirling around about potential mayoral candidates. Just rumors. Nothing official yet. But um, how about our guy John Katsimatidis run for mayor? Hey, he did it once before. Yep. He exceeded expectations as a Republican. He can do it again. He needs to do it again. He's the type of guy we need in office. You know, uh... Rudy Giuliani got elected in this city, this very liberal city, and, and of course, Mike Bloomberg. Right. And Bloomberg was Republican initially, then he became and, an independent. Yes. Right? That's right. right, right. No, no, no. He was, uh, he was a Democrat who switched to become a Republican right. so he could uh, run for mayor. And he won. And he won. Right. But the point is this. Law and order really resonates with people. Yeah. And that's why Giuliani got elected. Because it re recalled the Dinkins days, oh. the out of control, those oh, days. Oh, God. And, and so what did we end up with? Rudy Giuliani. Right. This is what we're experiencing now, even before the pandemic, 
with the no-cash bail and the city going down the tubes. Well, that's where it started. You can go back to the, the late 2019 when they implemented that, which was going to go into effect early 2020, which it did. Then you had the pandemic. Now you've got this. And the homeless stuff also. That oh, that's been forever. The perception yeah. well, five years. Uh, of chaos in the city. And the, and the perception, which is not a perception, the fact that the mayor's wife misplaced a billion dollars in an effort to fix that problem. Right. In other words, the city is going down the tubes, and especially our safety. Crime is on the rise during the pandemic, which right. was a dumb shutdown, and, and it, should have, it, should, it should be immediately stopped and reopened wide open right now. But uh, you have that, and then now this, these yeah. riots. Yeah. I mean, and this, the, these storefronts, I mean, it's gonna, they're gonna, these boards are going to be up for a long time. It's happening in the outer boroughs as well. Yeah. It's happened in the Bronx. We're only focusing on Manhattan. No, it's in Brooklyn. It's in the Bronx. It's everywhere. What so, so <laughs> yeah. So, so law and order resonates with people. So, somebody like uh, uh, John Katzmatidis has a real shot. No, he does. He he's a very successful business guy. We know that. Uh, he's a very smart guy. He's on the right side of all these issues. He, you know, he's a pretty balanced guy. He's not crazy on one side. He's a New Yorker. He is the guy that. Uh, in fact, I'm going to text him and say, John, run. Bernie and I will endorse your first endorsement, John, if you do this, will come from Bernie and Sid. And there's no two bigger people in New York right now than Bernie and Sid. You get our first endorsement. Damn right. How about that? Two, two tried and true New Yorkers. That's right. Bronx and Brooklyn in the house, and we want John to run for mayor. So and, uh, and make I, it happen. I think a lot of people, too, uh, as well, a lot of people who you, you would be surprised after what's happened. Yeah. They, they don't like what they see. No. If they, fear is not a good thing for a voter to, to experience. And that fear is being caused by this incompetent leadership that we have, and it needs to be replaced. It needs to be fixed. So you can also catch John 8.30 Sunday mornings here uh, until hopefully he makes an announcement. I don't know if he's going to. We were just kind of throwing it out there because of the rumors. But we'd love to see John do it. John Katzmatidis, your next mayor of New York City. My baby beside me at the wheel. I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile. My curiosity running wild Cruising and playing the radio With no particular place to go I wish we were that carefree right now. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on the 77 WABC app. Download the app now, folks. You get us anywhere, anytime, on your phone. It's the way to go. Listen, you want to know why it's important who you elect, uh, among other things, because of what happened in the city, of course. Yep. But uh, over the weekend, they arrested the two uh, lawyers, the guy who graduated from Princeton and uh, NYU School of Law. He's a lawyer. He was furloughed by his firm in April. And, of course, he's with another lawyer. Uh, She graduated from Fordham Law School. And the two of these people are domestic terrorists. They had a carload of Molotov cocktails. They threw one at an unoccupied police vehicle, but they were looking for people to hand them out to so that they could kill cops, all right? They're domestic terrorists. So it turns out this uh, judge, this federal judge, appointed by the Obama administration, by, by Obama, he lets them out on $250,000 bond. They're going to get out, and it's going to be home confinement. Thanks. He's a domestic terrorist. Now, that amounts to $25,000 cash. That's correct. That's it. I know. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. I mean, what kind of tone does that send? And that's why it is very, very important that you will keep electing Republicans on the uh, uh, national level, at the local level, because we see what's happening in the city. You see what's happening. These people are going to get out of jail because you elected Obama. 
I mean, and by the way, speaking of racism, didn't we elect a president? Uh, Black. Two Eight terms? Years. Yeah. Eight years. Right? Didn't we do uh, that? Yeah, we did that and, and, and suffered the worst racial divide. Again, for the just uh, repetition, right. Black Lives Matter was born under Barack Obama. So was Missouri. So was Baltimore. We had more race issues, more race crimes, and more garbage and with Barack Obama. Exactly. Yeah, this, this, exactly. Is, this is the first uh, after, uh, towards, towards the end of the president's first term. Right. Because I'm, I'm confident he's going to get reelected. I hope so. Uh, now, look, uh, Governor Cuomo, I just want to get back to this creep, uh, this, this, this selfish rat. Uh, this is him on uh, CNN last night talking about the president's decision to enforce the curfew at 7 o'clock so he could walk over to St. John's, the church. This is Governor Cuomo again on CNN last night at 7.30. I was shocked at the force they used to move the protesters who could not have been more peaceful, calling out the American military for a photo opportunity. These are young people who still have idealism and want to make this nation better. And that's a good instinct, and it should be encouraged. It doesn't matter that they tried to burn down D.C. the night before and that they burned down that church and that the curfew was in effect at 7 o'clock and it was time to get the hell off the street That's it, as you, you were instructed. Now, this is the kind of leader we have. This is, the, this is what, what led to yesterday, what led to last night, uh, this, uh, this uh, grandstanding coward, Governor Cuomo. Now, this uh, state trooper, PBA president, Thomas Mungir, he sent a letter to Cuomo, and it, it, it summarizes everything that I feel, I believe that you feel, that a lot of us feel. He says, I find it appalling because yesterday during uh, the Cuomo's briefing, threw the cops under the bus, I believe he even invoked Michael Brown's name, Anyway, this guy writes, uh, the state trooper, PBA president, I find it appalling that you have not condemned the violence directed at your New York state troopers during the riots across the state. I'm going to skip around. He goes, what troopers are being called on to respond to across the state are not peaceful protests or voices of reason urging societal changes. There are violent riots taking place around the state, including New York City, Syracuse, Buffalo, Rochester, Albany, just blocked from the executive mansion. In other words, we're, protect- we're protecting you, you creep. He goes on. Peaceful protesters do not arrive with hammers and Molotov cocktails, burn police cars, smash the windows of businesses, or spray graffiti on St. Patrick's Cathedral. Criminal opportunists and vandals do. Those are the idealists that, that this right. creep was just talking about on right. CNN. Right. Peaceful protesters do not start fires in the streets or to businesses. Arsonists do. Peaceful protesters do not gather en masse to openly disregard laws, create havoc, and impede the rights of the general public. Rioters do. And he sums it up. You, Governor, have offered zero support for us, the state troopers. Why haven't you pointed out that the assaultive actions of violent protesters, protesters cause a more assertive response from law enforcers. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. For fulfilling our duties to the people of New York State, we've been vilified and lumped into a group who you believe doesn't have the wherewithal to discipline themselves. That is the state trooper, uh, PBA president, to Governor Cuomo, the mutt, the selfish, uh, the, 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 the pandering punk, him and the other uh, the, the lazy slob, who I discount. He's already, we know he's a buffoon. This guy's being talked about as the next president of the United States. Oh, yeah. Magic Johnson said it just now he's in Los Angeles, but he said just yesterday he'd love to see Andrew Cuomo in the White House. Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously he's in California. He does. Well, and he's a Democrat. But uh, I read into that anybody but Joe Biden, please. I'm begging you. Uh, that, that's what I read into that. Now, Terrence Monaghan, he's the, like the number two in the NYPD. He's the uh, chief. He is number two. And we, I took him to task in a big, big way because he was the guy that initially 
accepted Dr. Barbeau's apology. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. So I creamed him on this show for a couple of days. I thought that was kind of lousy. But now I guess he's done something good. Well, uh... I don't know. I'm not sure about that. He actually uh, took a knee with the protesters yesterday. Oh, come on. Down, I believe it was Washington Square Park. He did. Oh, but they were peaceful protesters. They were peaceful protesters. He was making that point to his credit. But, he was but, making but, but well, what good did it do? What happened last night? Yeah, they went nuts. I mean, somebody went nuts. I don't know if it was the peaceful protesters. Uh, 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 but look, he said all the right things after, after he knelt but, down. But, but this is why he's an idiot, Terrence Monaghan. I'm, I'm, now I'm going to kill him again. He's an idiot. The whole premise of this... But, protest, whether it's peaceful or not, is built on a lie about the people what, uh, that wait. wear the same uniform as him. You're right. And now, now let's listen to what he says before you uh, pass judgment on him. This is what he said after he took the knee, right afterwards. Take a listen. I feel fine. I feel fine. That's right. Because that's, that's the first moment that we get this together, that us and everything that these cops have given their blood for, and the communities that we serve and they all love, can go back together and get those groups out of here from California, from all over this country who are being paid to take this movement, which is a good movement, and turn it into violence against the men and women who love the communities. Get them out of here, throw them out of your protests, protest peacefully. Why would anyone break into a store in your neighborhood, places that employ the people in this neighborhood. No reason for it. It has to end. Let New York show the country how this is done. No good. He called it a good movement. I don't care about the rest of it. The rest of it is obvious. We don't want you breaking things. We don't want you. That's all obvious. He said, you want to be here in peace with protest this movement, which is a good movement. No, it's not. It's, ba- it's a movement that is based on a lie about your officers, that you guys are out there looking to kill black people. That's the movement. The peaceful movement you're talking about. That's the movement, yeah, yeah, whether no, it's peaceful. You're right, and, no, no, we, and we should have, we should talk about that. We should, it's okay to honor the memory. What happened to George Floyd was terrible, right. but it's not epidemic. Correct, and that's it, what he needs to say. He can't say, listen, it's a good movement. No, it's not a good movement. It's built, it's built on a lie, and, it, and, and, it, and, and, it, and it maligns your police officers. How's it a good movement? Well, you're right about that, but uh, I mean, compared to the other elements, the thieves well, and the, the Antifa people—that's different. No, but you make a good point. You make a very good point. Let me jump, uh, if you will, to uh, 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 George Floyd's brother, uh, Matt Meany, Leonard Floyd, I believe is his name. He was in Minnesota, but which, by the way, was under control last night, and so was D.C. Uh, there's some good news there. Anyway, Leonard—maybe it's because of what Leonard Floyd said. This is some of it. If I'm not over here messing up my community. Come on! What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Y'all doing nothing! Because that's not gonna bring my brother back at all. It may feel good for the moment, just like when you drink. But when it comes down, you're gonna wonder, you're gonna wonder what you did. Now, but where? Are, uh, God bless the guy Leonard Floyd. Where are some of like some of the bigger voices yeah. of the black community saying just that? Yep. Saying exactly what he's saying. Where are they? Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll ask it again. Where's Oprah Winfrey? Where's Barack Obama? Where are they? I mean, they could be saying this and quelling a lot of this stuff because I played the lady from Minneapolis who was just so distraught that her whole neighborhood was destroyed. Yeah. She's a victim. You need to speak up for her. She has nowhere to shop now. now they, they, they want to spend their time blaming Donald Trump. And if they, do, if they don't blame Donald Trump, 
then they're taking away from their narrative, which they are involved in every single day. I'm sorry, this is bigger than politics. This is much bigger than people, politics. Not for these people. Especially if it's, you know, I don't want to play, uh, I played her uh, three times this morning, the Minneapolis lady. Yeah, it's very she, tough. She's representative very tough. Yeah. Of, of a lot of people whose neighborhoods have been destroyed and they have no place to go and shop. They can't go get their prescription from the drugstore across the street that they need. They've proven time and time again. Look, I remember you saying this during the pandemic. Come on. Really, politics now? We need these medications, whether it's hydroxychloroquine, whether it's, is, is Pelosi really going to do this? Is she going to throw dying? in yeah, yeah, money right. for the arts? So, so here we go again. Yeah. So there shouldn't be shock that you haven't heard well, from Obama or, or Oprah Winfrey. These people do this time I'm and not, time again. I, I am not shocked. But you're I'm disappointed. Say, I'm saying that it, it should be, Agreed. ideally... Agreed. They should speak up. This is a lot bigger. This is bad. What's hey, happening is bad. Hey, how about if LeBron James, you, you, I tweeted this yesterday, stops with the hate, stops with the why don't they love us and, and they hate us. And even though, again, for the millionth time I pointed out white kids wear his jersey all over the world, what if LeBron James came out and said, listen, listen, this man died. It's a horrible thing. We need to come together as a nation. Now, we've got some problems, and we can work those out Together, and I'll tell what you, he said something like that. Uh, yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, the lesser-known figures have said it. John Jones, the UFC light yeah, he's heavyweight, not LeBron James. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out though that that it could be done. Yes, and you can still. I mean, you're not going to be creamed by your community. Uh, also, uh, uh, J.R. Smith of all people, the ex Nick, <laughs> who beat guy. up that uh, white Antifa kid. It was it's almost uh, it's almost like pornography watching that. Be- <laughs> him beating the crap out of that Antifa <laughs> yeah. kid, kicking him in the head. I loved it. Uh, it was it was like that kid that lost the eye, yeah. uh, picking up a, a try, trying to pick up a gas canister to throw back at, at the cops. Right. But he, you know he, what, kid? He, Get us! You shouldn't be out there. He's a lesser known guy, and he was actually a, kind of a bad guy in the NBA. I know we, that. We need guys like LeBron James, I, Magic true. Johnson. However, but the the point is this: there are people that feel this way, and this is what Jr. said in re, he he went on TV or somebody's radio show yesterday and said this. People in Minneapolis are doing like. Really sit down, giving speeches, lectures, and trying to educate people on what is going on, and try to figure out a, a solution. Not vandalize people's property and and add on to the chaos to where you give a, a person a reason to shoot you or do do something harmful to you. We should be able to lock arms and stand in front of somebody's store and be like, "No, this is not right. This is what we're protesting against. This, being able to do stuff like this is not right." Obama, Oprah, can you say that? I mean, can you say that? J.R. Smith can say it. John Jones can say it. Leonard Floyd can say it. George Floyd's brother. I mean, where are some of the more influential voices? It's clear. It's ob- patently obvious what they're saying is so true. And if, you, if people would just step up and say the right, if Governor Cuomo would say that. For God's sakes, instead of pandering like the, the, the coward that he is. Well, if you take this a step further, Grant Napier, who's a very, very famous NBA announcer. Mike Breen, who sent us that great column yesterday, that heartbreaking column. He loves Grant. Uh, I've just been informed that the great NBA announcer, Grant Napier, uh, has been uh, let go. A place on leave for tweeting, and I quote, all lives matter. <laughs> wow. That's... that's uh... I, I never heard of the guy, but... Uh, oh, he's a big-time guy. If he got California fired, guy. He got fired for that? Placed on leave for tweeting... Oh, my God. All lives wow. matter. That's the NBA for you. Hey, listen, that, <laughs> that is outrageous. Uh, I'm just going to wrap it up with uh, one. Again, it's real life. The lady in Minneapolis, uh, her neighborhood is destroyed. She, she doesn't know where she's going to go to shop. 
Uh, this girl in Davenport, Iowa, her sister got shot by these rioters. They just shot into, they, they, they started shooting into the crowd, killed two people. One of them was this girl's sister. Her name was, uh, what was her name again, Matt? Uh, the, the, the girl that unfortunately passed away was Atalia Kelly. Atalia Kelly, uh, this girl was killed, and this is her sister crying about it on Facebook. It wasn't the police. Y'all are wild as f- Y'all walk around with guns, and you act, and you pretend to be tough, and you pretend to be something you're not, and you got my sister killed. Not by the police, but by your ignorance. By your ignorance, my, I gotta bury my sister. I hope y'all know this wasn't the police. This was the ignorance of every single one of y'all that decided to shoot into a Obama, Oprah, anybody want to speak up for this girl and her sister and for uh, what Leonard Floyd and what J.R. Smith are saying? And the, uh, the poor elderly lady in Minneapolis has no way to shop on the Bernie and Sid show. Oh, yeah. Wrapping things up. Big show today. Come on. Bo Dito was great. Rudy Giuliani was terrific. Some great audio today. Some of that Minneapolis stuff, Atlanta stuff, really gut-wrenching. And as always, the, most, uh, the best opinions anywhere in the city. couple laughs. No doubt. And uh, listen, we might as well include some of the callers here. Oh, Anne is in great. New Jersey. They were great. She's, she's still great. Okay, Anne. Anne, what's up? Hey. Hey, guys, you are awesome. Um, Thank you. Listen, I, I know this is not going to be the greatest thing for people to, to hear, but the police officers need to stop standing down. I don't care what their mayors tell them. I don't care what their governors tell them. I kind of liken it to being in an emergency room doctor. And they're about to resuscitate someone coming into the hospital. And the president of the hospital says, no, don't do it. But they do it anyway because they're, they're there to protect. They're there to serve the public. You're absolutely right. And- the, the, well, the mayor of uh, Minnesota said the safety of the uh, police officers is paramount. No, it's not. But here's the issue. If the safety all- of the people, the, the citizens, and the safety of their private property is paramount. That's paramount. Right. And if you don't want to do the job, leave. But, Get out. But here's the issue. In defense of the police, because we're always saying, open your businesses. Well, it's easy for you to say when they're going to lose their license. Fact is, these guys don't have the f- proper folks behind them. So if they don't stand down and they do what they're trained to do and what their heart tells them to do, they may never work again. Yeah, no, it's tough for them to you, just you can't, uh, you can't just do that independently. Right. They, they need they need, they to need have the job, the back <laughs> of the, uh, the backing of the brass. Right. Look, but but as, as far as last night goes, I mean, again, I was out there on Fifth Avenue from eight to nine o'clock. I got the hell out of there just in time. A cop should have been uh, using tear gas. They should have been using rubber bullets. Yeah. I don't care if they use real bullets. Me too. Stop them. Yeah. Stop these people. But, but Get they, them off the streets. But they got to be careful because they're not given the go-ahead by the mayor and the governor who will sooner put a cop in jail than a, than a violent uh, protester. You know, uh, I hate to say it, but if you have to uh, shoot a couple of them with real bullets... So they get the message. I mean, so be it. Yeah, ain't going to happen. But I'm with you. I'd love to see it too, Burn. Anyway, we, uh, we are done for today. We hope you enjoyed the show. We, we enjoy hanging out with you guys every morning. Brian Kilmeade is coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Be careful out there. It really is. It is dangerous. So you got to be careful out there. But keep the faith until 6 a.m. tomorrow morning from all of us to all of you. Peace! Sit in the morning, streaming live on the 77 WABC app. Weekday morning, 6 to 10. Talk Radio 77 WABC.